Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. 30 seconds and counting. There were plenty of years where there were guys who would dread being drafted by the Buffalo Bills. Not anymore. Astronauts report it feels good. Two minutes, 25 seconds. And I fully believe that we have as great of a chance as ever to win it all right now in 2022. 20 seconds and counting. This is showing you who the new face of the NFL is going to be. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. T-minus 15 seconds. Guidance is internal. On my mama, the Buffalo Bills will have a thousand-yard rusher on this team in 2022. 10, 9. Oh, ho, ho, baby. Ignition sequence start. 6, 5. What's going on, Bills Mafia? This is your favorite Reverend D. Rev. Rose. Four, three, two, one, zero. What is up, Buffalo Fanatics? What's going on, baby? That's your boy, Rev. This is your boy, Bot. It's Thursday night, live here on the Buffalo Fanatics YouTube channel. So glad you decided to spend yet another Thursday night with us. And, Rev, we are exactly seven weeks to the day. Come on, man. Come on, let's go. A Buffalo oh, Bills been, football. Forty-nine it, oh. days remain. It has until been we a see long offseason, man. It's been a long offseason, but we're 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 inching closer, but inching closer. We sure are. We're inching incredibly closer. In fact, so close that training camp kicks off this Sunday. And as soon as that gets underway, we know well and good that that means the regular season is right around the corner. And yeah, man. Once you hit the end of July here, Rabbit, really, you really start to feel it. And then as soon as August hits, I know for me at least, August 1st, as soon as that touches down, that means football is right around the way. But seven weeks from today, man, listen, I'm a big Better Call Saul fan. And uh, the new season just kicked off, or rather the end of the final season. Mm -hmm. They did a mid-season finale or whatever, and then um, they kicked it back off. But when they did the mid-season finale, they did a six-week break between that episode and then the one that just aired. And I'll tell you what, that six weeks flew. And I just thought to myself before the show, I'm all right. Well, it was, it it killed me to have to wait six full weeks to see the next episode. But when I thought back, I'm like, man, it really wasn't that long of a wait. Mm -hmm. And then it hit me. I'm like, man, 
that's pretty much the exact way we have until Bill's football. So then it hit me again. Oh, I'm like, oh, my God, man, we are yes, almost there. Yes, baby. it is about to happen, man. I, I, I'm excited. Dude. I can't wait, man. Like I, like I said earlier, this has been a long offseason this 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 entire period, man, we just been 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 uh been struggling just to try trying to get through. But, but man, football is, is 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 around the corner, and I can't, I'm excited about training camp too, but. Yeah, me too. Super excited about training camp, as I know all of you are. Appreciate you once again tuning in here. Buffalo Fanatics YouTube channel. Do us a favor. Make sure if you haven't already. I know most of you have, but if you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button. We want to make sure that you are ready and locked and loaded for when the season starts. Because yes. if you thought you were entertained throughout the offseason, just you wait. We are oh. going to be coming at you hot and heavy this season. Yes. It's going to be our best season yet. So yes. you're not going to want to miss anything. Hit the subscribe button. Hit that bell so you get the notifications. No and, of course, throw us a like tonight as well. Because look at us. Come I think on, we've man. earned it. I think we deserve how, how it. How can you yeah. not like, like Look at these like, faces. Like come on, you don't want to like right. this? Look, for God's sakes. Look at that Thanks. guy. Handsome guy. So, folks, tonight's the show's all about you, as it is every week. But it's even more about you tonight because me and Rev were talking, and we're like, man, and we've told you this before. Like once again, we have got. I mean, training camp's here, but we can't really talk about it yet because it's not necessarily here. It hasn't started yet. So we're like, mm-hmm. what's good tonight, Rev? What are we thinking? And, I'm, and Rev, actually, your wife, I think it was, you said had a genius idea. Yeah, and she yeah. said, well, why don't you let the fans of BF take over? Let fire take some over, questions man. our way. Yeah. And let's make it a night. So that's what we're going to do tonight, folks. We're taking all your questions. Doesn't matter if it's bills related or not. We are going to uh, look through the comments, take your questions, answer them. And then throughout the night as well, we're going to touch on training camp, which we, of course, know starts on Sunday. I'll give you all the rundowns. Mm-hmm. I am from Rochester, right down the street from St. John Fisher. So I have been to many a training camp. So I will give you my personal thoughts and tips on how to go and take advantage of uh, your training camp experience. Because it's a little bit it's kind of odd the way they run it. It's a little weird. You kind of have to know the ins and outs in order to get it done uh, the right way. So we'll talk about that. And then we have some more NFL news throughout the week here that we will touch on as well, including uh, not a Madden cast tonight, Rev. We're not playing Madden tonight, but speaking of Madden, the Madden ratings are out except for the uh, the quarterback ratings. Those come out tomorrow. Uh So we will find out where Josh Allen is ranked amongst the uh, top tier quarterback list right. in regard to Madden ratings, but we have the rest of the Madden ratings that we'll share with you tonight. I went through and compiled where the Bills position uh, groups rank, and mm-hmm. it just goes to show it's you something. once yeah. again, it's as good as advertised. So, yeah, no doubt. Awesome stuff. So, like I said, and, uh, and, and Rev is in the same boat here with me, we're going to be looking through the comments all night. Shoot us along your questions. Like, like we said, Bills related, personal related, we don't mind. We don't mind. Matter. We don't mind having our brains picked, right, Rev? It doesn't matter, man. We just want to hear from you. This this is a fan takeover, so we're giving you the opportunity now to take over the show. Whether you're watching here live on YouTube or or for those who are watching on Facebook Live, uh, Twitter, all of that, this is your opportunity to take over the BF show with Rev and Bot. Let us know what you're thinking, your questions that you have, bills related or or non bills related. Doesn't matter. We're gonna do it. Uh, keep it clean, okay? Keep keep it clean. Keep but it like EG, you know, 13. Uh, you, can, yeah. you, can, you can touch. It's kind of like when they're going through the movie ratings and they're like, well, it could be R, but yeah. we, want, we want to make more sales. We'll go PG-13. You can hit yeah. us with that. But if we're yeah, going yeah, with yeah, the X-rated, 
That's you're gonna have, we're gonna we're gonna have to probably charge you for that. We'll do that off air, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, you can get on the OnlyFans that we were gonna. Yeah, yeah, was right? about to exactly, that. exactly. So right oh, off the yeah. bat, we got a few coming in, and a lot of them look. Uh, we always appreciate you guys getting into the comments. We thought tonight, Absolutely. let's really focus on that and, and really get into it. And I see a couple of great questions right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Let's start here, Rev, with Jason Taylor, who I think is coming in with a a really interesting question here to kick us off. Mm-hmm. Jason's saying, how much of an effect do you think Cook will have in the run game? Now, of mm. course, you know this is the first time we are coming into a season with uh, a running back that has been drafted this highly, and we know that, of course, the Bills' offense is not predicated on the run game. They have had their struggles in that department, right. and the goal for Brandon Bean and this organization was to go into the draft and find a guy that could help bring this running game it's never going to be an elite level, at least in my mm-hmm. opinion, under Josh Allen, but bring it to another level that we, you and I have discussed, of course, that makes it respectable enough to open up everything else even further. So right. now I'll let you give you me, uh, give me and the folks your, your thoughts here first. What do you think is going to be the effect that James Cook has immediately coming into this season? Well, I mean, when you, when you first think about it, and first of all, Jason, thanks for that question. That was, that was a good, really good question. Um, I, James Cook, brings an element to the offense that, that we just don't really have, especially in the backfield. And, and since, since we're not talking about the passing game, he immediately brings speed, speed to the running game that we do not have. We know Motors is, is not, not a fast guy. Zach Moss is not a fast guy. Um, and so when you bring in James Cook, if I'm not mistaken, um, I do believe he's a sub 4-4 guy, um, extremely fast. And I'm trying to look at look at his his his, uh, his scouting report to see if it mentions anything um, about his his 40 speed. Um, but I know he's he's at least a four four guy. So you're gonna get the speed element of, of the. You got thing. him coming in at four point four two reps. You're right around there where you, you thought he yeah, was. Yeah, right yeah, on the yeah, nose yeah. there almost. Right, yeah, exactly. There you go. Four four two. Okay, perfect. So so he he bring he's 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 gonna bring that speed element. And and um I think I remember um uh, Brandon Bean may have mentioned it a while back, but just just talking about this the home run ability. So when you get a guy like James Cook, uh, matter of fact, let's let's just go back and look at at Devin Singletary. There've been there've been instances um, throughout last year and 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 really this is his entire uh, career so far with the Bills where he breaks off um, 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 big runs. He'll break off a big run, but he doesn't have the long speed to take it to the distance. Well, you get a guy like James Cook with a four four two speed, you give him you give him a crease. And and we're looking at we're we're looking at a potential, a potential touchdown. I mean, just just home run threat ability off the top, um, and so he's going to bring that to the to the offense, which is um, something that we desperately desperately need. Now we all know that he's also a a receiving back, um, but we're not going to touch into that, and we'll see a whole lot more more from him um, in that aspect of the game uh, come training camp. But just as far as speed element, he's going to bring something completely different that we don't have in the backfield. I think one of the main things he brings is the ability to up the um, the level in which Devin Singletary plays as well. I think I've yeah. always thought this, and I think Devin Singletary feels the same. This is what I spoke to him about when we were at Western Media Day. Mm-hmm. We were kind of talking about, you know, do you think it makes you better having a guy like that in the room? And, and he agreed. And he obviously does. And I think that goes for any positional group, especially when you look at somebody like Devin Singletary, who knows that his job isn't guaranteed. Of course, none Mm -hmm. of these running backs in the league are. I mean, that is the most disposable position in all of sports. And we have Devin Singletary, who we know has been very serviceable for us, especially later on in the season last year. I just don't think he had enough help in that locker room 
in order for him to truly be the threat that he potentially could be. I mean, we know nowadays in the NFL, you have got to have a tandem at running back if you Mm -hmm. want to succeed in the run game. There's no more workhorse really outside of Derrick Henry, of course. But even if Mm -hmm. we look around the league and look at the guys who are considered to be workhorses, nearly every single one of them sustained an injury last year. If you are relying on your running back constantly, one guy and one guy only, to run the ball 20-plus times a game, it almost always results results an injury. That's the one thing I think he immediately brings, the ability to up the play of Devin Singletary. I think bringing yeah. in another guy automatically helps that locker room too. I know you didn't want to touch on it a lot. I hear you because there's a lot to get into with it, but I think the biggest thing that Devin, or excuse me, that James Cook does bring to this offense is that pass game ability. And we talked a lot about mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. when it comes to the differences, the differences that we hope we see between Dorsey and Dable. We did not see a lot of short game uh, plays out of Ryan Dable. We did not see a lot of screen passes. We did not see a lot of throwing out of the backfield to your running back or to, you know, to other guys on the field like Isaiah McKenzie that we've touched on in the intermediate game. Because I I saw this stat, Mm -hmm. I think it was yesterday or two days ago, the Bills were dead last last year in yards after the catch. Dead last. Right, yeah, absolutely. So that just goes to show you right there, almost all of the air yards for the Bills are coming up from Josh Allen and Josh Allen alone. Mm-hmm. You get those yak yards out of your guys getting short catches, whether that be yeah. screens, intermediate routes, and letting them take it the distance. James Cook has that speed, and he has that pass-catching ability. That is one major thing that we know that Dable – or excuse me, that – um uh, that Bean, McDermott, and the rest of the organization were looking for. Yes. They wanted a guy that could not only run the ball, of course, but somebody that was going to up Josh Allen's passing game even further. So that's what mm-hmm. I think uh, at, first, at first glance, what I think of James Cook. Yeah. Um, as we continue on here, by the way, I just wanted to mention – we are going to try to get to all of these questions, but the super chats will take priority as they always do. We want to make mm-hmm. sure we get to you guys. So right. we're going to take care of those. I'll let you go uh, real quick before I get into that. If you had something else to say. Well, no, I, I just, I just pull up his, um, you know, his, his, um, his uh, draft profile, his scouting yeah. report coming out of, coming out of, uh, of, of Georgia. And man, I mean, first of all, we know he, he played, he played against elite level competition at the college game. So he, yeah. he's, he's got that, um, but he's super versatile. This is this is what was written um in the, from NFLDraftBuzz.com. He's super versatile. Can run sweeps to the edge, inside as a power back. Wow, um, and can be an outlet receiver, even line up outside uh, wide as a receiver. Very nice, consistent, soft hands. I mean, the, 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 there, there's ton. When you look at his scouting report, it is lengthy because this guy yeah. is just that talented. I can't wait. I mean, we've talked about this time and time again, just the different elements that have us so excited for this season. James Cook, definitely one of those main pieces, for me at least, when it comes Mm -hmm. to my excitement this season. Can't wait to see what he does. Uh, We're going to send it over now to Bill's Mafia. doesn't get better than that as far as names are concerned. Bill's Mafia is saying, do you think we have enough vertical threat at wide receiver. And I guess that's a great question to follow up with because we were just talking about how Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills offense were dead last last year in yards after the catch. Now that would, that would probably tell you right there that the vertical uh, throwing game has been fine, right? Because Mm -hmm. oftentimes when you're throwing the ball deep, there's not much, Yards after the catch, right? Right. Yeah, what right. I think is the biggest problem right now for the Bills in their throwing game, and there's not many, but the one that I think sticks out the most is that short game 
that they, they just don't see – not that they can't do it. They can definitely mm-hmm. do it. It just didn't seem like it was a point of emphasis, Rev. Your thoughts on the vertical threat that the Bills pose right now, and do you think we have enough of it at our disposal? Yeah, I, I would say yes, we do. Um, first of all, I mean, you look at you look at Stephon Diggs. He he has the ability to get behind the defense. He has he has speed. Um, and you you play him um, in man coverage. It's it's lights out. As a matter of fact, I think I saw a stat that a stat here recently that said that um, that Diggs has the most. Uh, I think I think yards, um, rece- receiving yards when facing man coverage. Mm. And so so when Diggs gets the opportunity to go uh, man man on man. He, he's he's beating them um, likely nine times out of ten, and he's getting a lot of yards down the field. But then also an, another underrated um, weapon that we have outside as far as deep threat, because you know when you think of a deep threat receiver, you're looking at a guy who's a blazing fast, you know, runner, a guy who runs four threes, you know, low four fours. But when you look at Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis is a sneaky good deep threat receiver for this team. Um, his when you look at his stats, his his yards per reception are um, average just over the past couple of years are over 16 yards per per reception. This guy gets down the field. He he breaks down defenses. He can he can split the safeties. We saw what happened in the playoffs um, um, last year. Davis has the ability to, to stretch the defense, which I don't think a lot of people thought because when you look at his size, 6'2", 215, and now I think he even added like almost 10 pounds, um, and he ran like a 4'5", and say, man, that's, that's not that fast. Right. But when you, put on the, when, you, when you put on the tape, he has game speed and the ability to get behind the defense. So just Diggs and Davis alone are enough, but then you add in a guy like Khalil Shakir, who's an inside-outside guy who also has speed, and then you also have McKenzie. I'm not too sure how that will work as far as deep threat is concerned, but then you also have Tavon Austin. We'll see how we'll see what that looks like, but Tavon Austin has always been known for his speed. I, I, I have to agree with you completely there. I don't look at the Bills' deep threat and, and think they're, wow, I, I don't know if anybody looks at it and says, man, there's – There's not enough there. The way I look at it is exactly what I was just speaking on. What I want to see is there's so many reasons to me, at least, why I want to see more out of the intermediate game. One, I think it immediately takes pressure off of Josh Allen that's unnecessary. Mm -hmm. They do not allow him enough, at least, to just get in the rhythm and just get the short passes that allow you to do that, allow you to dink and dunk down the field. I mean, so many times we have seen the greatest quarterbacks in this game succeed with it. And many wouldn't think that Patrick Mahomes is in that category, but of course he is. A lot of their success comes in the middle, and of course that was from Tyreek Hill, and a lot of people are interested now how that affects this offense. That's how much of an impact the short game had with Tyreek Hill. We know it firsthand. Mm -hmm. That touchdown he had against the Bills in the divisional round, what did Mahomes throw it? Eight yards? And he was Exactly. For Uh So the Bills don't do that often. And if you listen to us regularly, you know that we harp on Isaiah McKenzie as one of those guys that we want to see get involved in that particular game even more. And now with the addition of James Cook, I'd love to see it. The deep threat to me, I mean, like you just mentioned, and I thought you explained it perfectly. Gabe Davis in that game, the same game we were just touching on, the divisional game, Mm -hmm. he showed you right there a deep threat for sure. We all know yeah, that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Stefan Diggs, more often than not, he's going to catch almost any ball that hits his hands. And I also think when you look at the rest of this roster here, Crowder has had success in that department. He's another mm-hmm. guy that I think succeeds. Isaiah McKenzie, not only in the intermediate game, but in every facet of the throwing game can deliver. We've seen him deliver in the deep game. They just don't utilize it that often. When you have a guy like Josh Allen, 
I think no matter who you have, obviously not taking into consideration who he had to kick the year or his career off. We know how brutal right. that was. But when you do have guys towards the top of the league, like Stephon Diggs, like Gabe Davis, you know, at the tight end position as well, like uh, Dawson Knox, it is going to be a really – it's going to have to be a complete – debacle for their yeah. air game and their deep throwing game to be less than top, you know, top five, 10 in the league minimum. So right. to me, I don't look at this roster currently and think that they lack anything in that department. What I'm interested to see is do the bills change things up in comparison to what they had with Brian Dable mm-hmm. and try to take, yeah, maybe I don't want to say less. I don't want to say take less away from Josh Allen. Cause it's not taking anything away. I think it's just, it's more, um, I think it's more efficient. I think it's more versatile. Yeah, yeah, I think you right. know what you were going to get with Josh Allen often. Um, now, granted, how that is carried out is is who knows. He could he could run yeah. he could run and, and screw you for thirty yards. He could throw the right. ball a hundred yards, whatever. What I don't think we saw enough, and the first thing that comes to mind for me at least is oh, like instead of running the ball up the gut on second mm-hmm. and eight for one yard, Come why on not? Yeah run a swing route to the running back or exactly. an in route to Isaiah McKenzie. Cause to me, mm-hmm. I think you have a much higher chance of getting positive yards there mm-hmm. than you would just in running it up a gut. Yeah. Running game. Yeah, yeah. Running that they did yeah. in that situation. So yeah, that's, that's exactly. Yeah. I'm exactly. Uh, I mean, I agree with you. I'm, I'm looking for some more, some more versatility within the offense. Yeah. Um, and, and, and before I go any further, man, I've got to shout out Jeff King. He came through Jeff, man. Appreciate you so very much for that super chat. Jeff in the house. He, he says, gentlemen, good to see you. However, PG-13 just <laughs> is not me. LOL. Well, Jeff, you know we make an Yo. exception for you. We know you, you, we know yeah, you bring man. that rated R. We know be, you do. Be you, Jeff. Uh, hoping all is well with you and yours. Have a great show, guys, man. Jeff, we appreciate you so very much. So very much. But, yeah, um, just, just to kind of piggyback on, on what you were saying, um, look, I, I think – that um, we all we all got frustrated with Dable at times last year with some of the the the, the lack of creativity um, within the offense that sometimes just just falling flat doing just those those weird plays that just didn't make any sense. What I'm what I'm really looking forward to seeing, and I think we're going to see it, and I think that because now we have Ken Dorsey and then um, possibly Sean McDermott's going to have more of a thumb on that on that just just on the direction of the offense. I think we're going to see more balance now. Now now I like what you said. We're not necessarily taking things out away from Josh. We know Josh is going to do what he does best, right? But what you want to do is is relieve the pressure from him to have to be Superman at all times. You know, um, there's no need for him to have to continuously press and press and press and press when teams are playing cover two and that that shell that we saw so much last year, which actually gave us problems during the beginning to the mid portion of the season. Just just you never go broke making a profit. Right. So just take what the defense gives you. And I think that we're going to see a lot more of that um, this, se- this this season. Uh, there's just no sense. I mean, Brady made a career out of it. <laughs> he no made God. a career out of it, which is why we've got guys like like Jamison Crowder. Right. And and, and also why why uh, uh, Allen said that he he had made a concerted effort this offseason to focus on on ball placement. So that way he can get the ball in the hands of his playmakers to make those yak yards and so i'm looking forward to more of that and and also uh, an improved running game um all of that is still is, is still going to help josh in the passing game it's just it's just it's just playing chess man it's all about moves and counter moves 100 and that's just another aspect of the 
year here. I mean, to add to, you know, like we continue to say, there's so many elements. The other element is, of course, what is Ken Dorsey going to bring to the table that makes this yeah. offense better, different, et cetera. Another thing to look forward to. Eric B coming in with what I think a very interesting question and one that I think a lot of people do struggle with. Yeah. I know I do. I'm a big Jersey <laughs> guy, but oftentimes yeah. I have been burnt by the flame that is the you know the capitalist society that we live in where i gotta buy the jersey and then of course you get burned because the guy's no longer on the team i mean good god if you bought a jersey at any time during the 2000 to 2010 era what did you wear that thing for maybe two years before you had to get another one that's right luckily it's a bit different now yeah Uh, we have plenty of options so i'm assuming eric you already have a josh allen because that of course is the that has to be number one yeah I know for me, Rev, I went ahead and got the Josh Allen in all three colors, so I didn't even have to worry about it. I got my color rush, my white, and my blue, so that way I don't have to get another jersey, hopefully, for like 15 years. You know what I mean? That's the goal. So I'm assuming Eric's got one. He's got it narrowed down to Greg Rousseau, Micah Hyde, and Trey White. Now, for me, Rev, right off Mm. the bat, I'm ruling out Micah Hyde. Yeah, absolutely. You got to rule out Micah Hyde. You have to. Unfortunately, because I don't know how long I'm going to be able to wear that. I I wish you could wear it for forever. But you know how these things go. That, to mm-hmm. me, is the one you got to roll out. Mm-hmm. Now, Rev, you had to go with a choice here. Yeah. You going with Groot or you going with Trey Day? Who is I'm going, the I'm going with Trey. I'm going, I'm going with Trey. Let me hear Trey, why. Yeah, Trey, Trey's here long term. Right. I mean, he's, he's been extended. He's not going anywhere anytime soon. So, um, so, I mean, you've got, you've got to rock with, you, you got to rock with the guy, the, uh, the pro bowl caliber, uh, cornerback, man, top 10 corner and the national footballer. You, you, you yep. got to go with Trey. Um, Groot, I mean, yeah, a young guy, but we don't really know much about him yet. I mean, it still wouldn't be a, a, ba- a bad option, but if I'm picking between Trey Davis, White and, uh, and Greg Rousseau, I've got to go with Trey White, man. I got to. I mean, you look at it, right? Trey Davis White's already proven. Yeah, his spot on this team, and we know as long as they're capable of doing so, they're going to keep him on yeah, this team. It's solidified. I really do get like, I get very analytical when it comes to these jersey purchases oh, because yeah? they're not cheap, man. Yeah, they're no, not no cheap, so yeah. you have got to do it. You have got to go into the jersey buying process with this mindset. You have uh-huh. got to think about these. Think things. That's why I rolled out like a hybrid off the bat. Yeah, easily. Yeah, I myself bought a Tre'Davious White not too long ago. For these exact same reasons, exactly what Rev just said. I know when I bought that, I am going to get a handful of years at at the very least out of that jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's also one of the reasons, you know, and I, and I wanted to do it, but I, I actually, which is very rare for me because I'm very impulsive when it comes to stupid stuff like this, and I do this all the time. <laughs> very rare for me, Rev. Uh-huh. I did not buy the Von Miller jersey, and I'm not oh, going to, do- I don't think. Yeah, you're not. Now, I'll change my mind if and when they get to the Super Bowl and it's got that nice patch on it. I'll, I'll get yeah, a couple yeah, of yeah. those. Uh-huh. I go, right. Listen, you want to know what like, the scare – speaking of which, I think about this all the time. You know what scares the shit out of me, Rev, with what the Bills going to the Super Bowl? I will go bankrupt. I will own everything <laughs> imaginable that says yeah. Bill Bills 2022 Super Bowl champions. I mean, bro, I will, I will have the biggest collection of memorabilia – underneath the bridge that I live under <laughs> with that stuff because of how much I spend. But are, are, are you, are you, co- are you covering the, uh, the, the, uh, the, uh, the, the car man in, in decals? Oh, I, dude. Well, first of all, I'm probably going to be, well, I mean, after the partying that is going to ensue after that, it's going yeah, to be about happened. two to three weeks until I get back to reality. I'm sure. Uh-huh. And then when that happens, yeah, I mean, it's going to yeah. be, you know, after Rico and I, and, and if uh-huh. you want to fly uh-huh. out, we're going to go get the tattoo and uh-huh. then we're going to, you know, and then we're going to, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to redo my whole house to fit all this stuff. I mean, I'm yeah, telling yeah, you, easily. I'm not kidding you. It is going to be disgusting, <laughs> the amount of stuff that I will get it when that happens. So I love it, man. That is I the only it. negative thing that I yeah. think I can possibly think of when it comes to the Bills winning the Super Bowl. But <laughs> but that's why I'm not getting the Von Miller because I'm thinking, I'm thinking to myself, well, you know, just the circumstances, right? I mean, even even if this yeah. year they go out and they and they win the whole thing, I mean, you don't know the way things are now. I mean, he could just say, hey, you know what? It's not going to get better than this. I'm already paid. I, I mean, I know it. I got plenty yeah. more money due, but I mean, we just want it, man. Maybe I'll just double it up. Real, I mean, what, could you imagine? Not not to say that this is in the cards, but you know, you don't know how these guys think. Imagine after having a Hall of Fame career, mm-hmm. you win back to back Super Bowls to retire, and three Super Bowls total with three different teams. I mean, who could blame Von Miller for wanting to walk from that? You know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, so, man. So you yeah, just don't yeah. know. Take the safe bet, Eric. Tredavious White, I think. Trey White. Yeah, you got to go with Trey White. Answer. Got to, got to. All right, Bob, we, we've, I've got a question here on the Facebook side uh, from, Scott, from Scott Reed. I can't I can't pull it up, but uh, Scott Reed here on Facebook, uh, he, he asks, he says, uh, are we keeping a fullback this year? Mm. Uh, and then he, he puts Reggie Gillum uh, with a question mark. So are we keeping a fullback? Uh, Scott, appreciate the question, man, from coming all the way in from the Facebook Live page. What do you think, Bob? I would have to say yes. I think Reggie Gilliam's definitely staying on this team. I don't see why not. I mean, granted, up until this point, I, I think that when you look at the way that this offense is structured, and we all know this by now. I mean, that's why it's kind of like a running joke, like fullbacks matter, you know, this and that. Yeah. Um, it is probably the most forgotten about position in, on you know any football team, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't you don't think about the fullback when it comes to mind. But the one thing that I do like about the fullback situation is when Josh Allen has to get into a sneak formation, right? The one thing I do like about that, that they do utilize from time to time is, and this is one thing that I think is highly underrated, but I definitely think matters when it comes down. Cause usually when your QB sneaking, it isn't a very pivotal, you know, it it isn't a very pivotal moment. Mm Mm-hmm. If you have a big guy like Reggie Gilliam behind Josh Allen, who's already huge, giving you an extra boost to bump into him, and that's just one thing yeah. I can think of. Right. I mean, granted, that's like the last thing you'd probably think of, right? But I don't imagine the Bills going into the season without any fullback. And if it's going to be a fullback, it's going to be Reggie Gilliam. So that's yeah, how I yeah. feel. Now, granted, you do think about, you know, this is a question I just feel like nobody talks about ever, back to the, you know, uh, the, full, the fullback being the forgotten position. But mm-hmm. I, I don't think you go into the season – without one just because of the small circumstances I think that do arise they always do where you, you where you wish you did have one or where you think you could utilize one right and, and just because of the nature of the offense and, and how how versatile they're trying to be um so I mean keeping a fullback like like Reggie and and and, and mind you he's not he's not your prototypical fullback right I mean yeah. he's versatile I mean at one point he was listed as a tight end so he he's he has that 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 position flex and so if they want to use him as a as like a you know an h back out of the backfield um right. catching passes you know they can do yeah, that I mean, he so, can move for sure yeah he can he can move yeah and yeah. i think he plays special teams too from he does mistaken. he does yeah so he's yeah he's he's definitely valuable i uh, saw a question in here Revan. i think we should take it because i think that this is definitely something we both wanted to touch on and Getting uh getting it in question for him makes it even easier for us. Blair coming yes. in saying, "Did y'all see Murray's <laughs> extension? We did. Of course, yeah, that was the biggest news of today, and probably the last two weeks when it comes to the NFL. Kyler Murray, who has been a thorn in the side <laughs> of the Arizona Cardinals organization this offseason, finally lands 
a new contract, and yeah. it is a doozy. I am pulling up the um, the details on it right now. So per Adam Schefter this afternoon, Kyler Murray signs a deal worth $230.5 million with $160 million of that Jeez. guaranteed. So Murray is now the second highest average annual value at $46.1 million per year. That is about $100,000 mm. more, I believe, than Deshaun Watson. Now, wow. Rev, before we even break down whether Kyler Murray is worth it or should they have paid him that money or whatever, I want yeah. to look at it from the Bills' perspective because that's what I do every time these things happen. <laughs> I told you, and I think a lot of people, I know within uh, Buffalo Fanatics here, I know that when we talked about it, everybody was in agreement. But when Josh Allen signed his contract, which, of course, was unlike any contract that a Buffalo Bill has signed in my lifetime, mm -hmm. I had said, you know what? Yeah, that is a fat amount of money. Of course. Of course it is. I mean, if, if the quarterback, especially Josh Allen's cover, it's always going to be ludicrous money. Yes. But I had said, you watch and wait. That is going to look like an absolute steal the further yeah. you get into that contract and the and the further the NFL continues to get into these raised cap spaces where these quarterbacks wind up making money like we are seeing now Kyler mm -hmm. Murray like we just saw Deshaun Watson get for not playing a game in over a year potentially not being able to play this year at all so let me right. put this into perspective for you right here because this is absolutely absurd I mean we're talking about Josh Allen and we're talking about Kyler Murray there is not a soul that has any reputable respectable NFL awareness that would take mm -hmm. Kyler Murray over Josh Allen okay right the most money Josh Allen will make in a single season is in 2025. It's 51.2 million. So it's about 5 million more than Kyler Murray. Uh -huh. That's it. Every other year, and I'm only talking about his highest years, right? Because this year he's making about 16. It gets it gets up there in 2023. But let's let's really put this into perspective compared right. to Josh or Kyler Murray's annual salary. Uh -huh. In 2023, Josh Allen will make 39.7 less than Kyler Murray in 2024. He'll make 41.7 less than Kyler Murray. Now 2025, that's where the, the bulk of that contract really hits. It's mm -hmm. 51.2. Yeah. After that Rev 46.9, just a few hundred thousand more than Kyler Murray. And then 40 million in 27 and 41.5 and 28. So at the time, which wasn't that all that long ago, that's mm -hmm. just where the NFL works. Josh yeah. Allen's contract, yeah, it was, you know, you know, mind-boggling numbers, but nobody ever nobody was ever like, wow, that's too much money. I mean, who the hell would ever say that? Yeah, exactly. And I I think the same thing about uh Patrick Mahomes' contract, the same thing. Absolute value when you mm -hmm. look at when they did it, right? Because the Bills and 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 I I got to I got to, you know, keep myself in line where where I can. I got to admit when I'm wrong. I thought it, I thought there was no harm in waiting another year. I didn't. Mm -hmm. When I look back on it in retrospect, Rev, oh, yeah. there is major harm in waiting because if oh, you yeah. wait, all that all that does is raise Josh Allen. Raise the price. price. Yeah. If Kyler Murray had signed a contract before Josh Allen, imagine what Josh Allen's getting paid. Lamar Jackson's mm. at home right now. He's sitting there with a great oh, ear. You know ear. Yeah, absolutely. Because he's, he's about getting, to get he's paid. Paid now. Yeah, yeah. And if and if and if the, the Ravens don't do it, somebody will. I mean, that's just where we're at. So look at what Josh Allen is in this league, 
and look at what he is being paid by the Bills when it was done. And you think to yourself, yep, once again, another feather in the cap for Brandon mm-hmm. Bean getting it done when it needed to get done. And I've said this before, too. You just yeah. wait when Joe Burrow's contract hits, when oh my gosh. Justin Herbert's contract hits. Th- those numbers, as they continue – and both oh, those guys, balloon, everyone's yeah. taking him over Kyler Murray, Rev. Those numbers are going to make Josh Allen look like they picked him up over at the price chopper. So yeah. that's just how I look at it. Yeah. And I think that once again, Rev, we take into perspective when something like this happens, just yeah. how well run this current organization is in Buffalo. Absolutely, 100%. I mean, we know the price is going to continue to go up. And, and kudos to Josh Allen for, 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 for accepting it because he knew it. Right. He knew it as well that, you know, what if I if I wait, I could wait if I wanted to. Right. And, and get more money. But he decided to go ahead and sign now, understanding that he could be missing out on, on, on perhaps a, a much larger contract. So it's always best to get these things, especially when you have an elite player at a at a very elite at a position of need quarterback. You have to have when you've got a guy, you better sign him as quickly as possible. Otherwise, you're going to be sitting there watching the price jump through the moon. And uh, to get Josh Allen signed and done when they did was was a, a great job by Brandon Bean and Josh Allen's represent, representatives as well. Um, and then in, in the future, you never know. I mean, Josh could restructure. I mean, he, he could do sure. some things. Uh, you know, he, he could decide. Which you know, they probably hey, will. I mean, right? Yeah, so right, right. Well, Mahomes, I would think. Right, right. He, yeah, he like you know, uh, you know, I've, I've I've outperformed this current contract right now. You know what I'm saying? But but for the time being, yeah, Josh Allen's deal is looking like a steal considering. Uh, when you when you compare him and just just talent, when you compare his talent to other guys like Kyler Murray, it's always been like this with quarterbacks. Though they they're always going to one up each one up each other, regardless of how good they are. If they're okay, you know, if they're okay enough to get extended, like more likely than not, the 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 quarterback who signs the next deal is going to try to beat the oh, one yeah. who just signed previously. That's why you know, and it's not talked about often, but that is why. You know, low-key amongst player circles, Tom Brady was a very hated guy when it yeah. came to finances because he never took the max deal. Yeah. And, if, and, and, and imagine being the agent going into the negotiation <laughs> room trying to get paid yeah. more than Tom Brady. Good luck. Yeah. You're not going yeah. to. Not, not going to happen. Yeah. So, but now, now, like Rev just said, it is just a domino effect where the one – and, and of course, you know, Deshaun Watson – it really threw a bomb into the whole thing too. Oh, yeah. I mean, really yeah. exploding it even further. But this is what it wouldn't even have mattered. It would have happened eventually. But we're getting to the point now. I mean, it's 2022 right now, and mm-hmm. I would venture to say, Rev, within I would say by 2032, one of these quarterbacks ends up hitting 100 million a year at some point as the revenue oh, yeah. continues yeah. to grow. Right, as the yeah. popularity continues, the gambling money, the streaming money, we are going to see a QB hit that 100 million a year mark. We're going to see that billion dollar contract mm. at some point from one of these guys. We, I mean, Christ, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, half a billion almost. Yeah. Deshaun Watson, that's yeah. just what it is. And yeah. And let's let's get into this a little bit, Rev, because I'm seeing uh-huh. some people in here, and this is a general, you know, general comment today that I've seen. Kyler Murray's not worth it. We'll pause. Mm-hmm. Pause. Let's think about what Arizona did to acquire Kyler Murray yes. and how much more relevant they've been since doing so. You draft Josh Rosen. It was an utter disaster, so mm-hmm. much so. You move <laughs> off of him after a year. Nobody has ever done that, and they wound up setting a new precedent where we're seeing people move off of quarterbacks like it's, you know, 
you're out to a restaurant. Oh, I don't mm-hmm. like this. Send it back. Let me get the, the number seven. I mean, that's just what it is now. And Kyler Murray was a real, you know, he was the real instigator of that. That's what Arizona did. You get Kyler Murray one overall, which, of course, we know that winds up bringing a higher do- dollar tag if you Absolutely. wind up being the real deal, right. which Kyler Murray has. I mean, let's face it. You were talking about number one overall picks, talking about guys who graduated from Oklahoma, Kyler mm-hmm. Murray, Baker Mayfield. It's no it's no secret when you look yeah. at a number one overall Kyler Murray has been one of the more popular and that, and this is another thing people forget too. This is a business. Kyler Murray is an incredibly popular player, right? You you watch commercials. Kyler Murray's right there. He's fun to watch. He sells tickets. He sells merch. And yeah, is he undersized? Is he, is he the best quarterback in the league? No. And yes, of course he is undersized. Are there -hmm. there aspects to his game that the Cardinals wish they could acquire somewhere else? Of course, but good luck, right? That's that's the problem here, and that's why these dollar amounts wind up being so high. This is basically all you have to say is the agent of Kyler Murray. You walk into the room and say, okay, either you pay the money or you go and find a guy who you think's better. And exactly. we know from our perspective, oh, Jim Jim Kelly goes into the negotiation room. Okay, find somebody else. Oh, I just blinked, and uh, 25 mm-hmm. years passed. I mean, ask the Giants oh, since man, Eli Manning. It. Ask yes. the Jets. Ask yeah. any of these organizations, the Bears, who have, I mean, good Christ, yeah. right? I mean, uh-huh. God, uh-huh. I think there's so many examples. Of tons of them. Tons of them. So you can think to yourself, well, yeah, Kyler Murray's not as good as Josh Allen, Mahomes. Yeah, we all know that. Mm-hmm. But like Rev was touching on earlier, when you are good enough, and that's all it takes anymore. You just got to be good, good enough. enough yeah. Yeah. You're going to get that back, Kyler Murray, that- more than good enough. That's it. I mean, you, I mean, look at, look at, uh, look at, look at Kirk Cousins. Uh, he, you know, he, he was, he was the guy that really started, I mean, just, just taking advantage of, of just the, uh, the franchise tag. But I mean, Kirk yeah. Cousins is not a top quarterback. So he's to speak, a perfect you know what example, but, rep. A but, but he's, but he's, example. but he's good enough. Yep. And they, and, and teams and organizations understand that, look, very good quarterbacks don't grow on trees. <laughs> Okay, they, it's not like you can just say you know. I'm nor a, do you nor know. do good quarterbacks like like Kirk Cousins. That's no. the other thing. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Yes, exactly. That's and, a perfect and, and, example. And, and then you look at like you look at the college game, and so um, and, and how it's transitioning. So you, you have to stay ahead of the curve, and in uh, curve. And if you and if you're able to get one, I mean, you better do everything you can to keep to keep that quarterback in and um uh, uh, you know within your organization. And it's just the going rate. Right? You already understand it's part of the investment. You already understand that you know what by bias finally having a quarterback, a competent quarterback who can compete, um, even if it's just competing for playoffs, that's good enough. And we need to, we need that guy. And we need to get him long term because you're not going to find him. Uh, just, just you're just not going to say you know what he's okay. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna we're gonna drop him in and we're gonna go ahead and find somebody else. Why do you think the Tennessee Titans have have held on to Ryan Tannehill? Yep. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yep. he's not a great quarterback, but he's good enough, and they paid him. So yeah, I mean, Kyle and- Murray, where the yeah, and that's why I absolutely love Mac Jones being in New England because he is not bad enough to move off of. That's why yeah. I love it. He yeah. is never going to be better than Josh Allen. Sorry, never. Patriots fans who happen to be just, I don't know, bored on YouTube right now. <laughs> that is never, never happening. But I look at Mac Jones and I say, well, there are aspects of his game that do work in this league. And I also look around and I say, well, he's better than that guy. If you were to start today, he's better than that mm-hmm. guy. right? And that what you fall into Kirk Cousins to me it's an excellent example and that is why you look at Kirk Cousins numbers and you think oh my god he's robbed this league blind but then again you're like well you know 
what what else were we going to do here? I mean, we, we yeah. were we going to try our hand with another guy and another guy? And then you just wind up like the Carolina Panthers, right? Where you're mm. just like right now what they're doing. You're just signing a guy, hoping to God it works for a little while. You do this. Yeah, right. You're doing what the Browns are doing right now. Speaking of Josh Rosen, Josh Rosen, the newest Cleveland Brown. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, another perfect example there too, right? When you do take these risks, and that's why you have got to give credit to Arizona, and that's why they made the right choice to definitely pay him. Yeah. You look at Josh Rosen, they took that risk, right? Yeah, in the top 10 or the, you know, the top of the draft yeah, in 2018. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You should go and get that guy. And now he's on what, Rather His ninth team. I can't even keep track. Uh, me, me neither. Yes, same thing for Baker Mayfield. You can go and take these swings, even the ones that were supposed to be the sure thing, the top 10 pick, the number one overall pick. You did it again two years in a row with Kyler Murray. He has been more than good enough to deserve a contract. And that's why when you look at, you know, Lamar Jackson right now, tip your cap to Lamar Jackson. He's bet on himself. He's waited. He, in my opinion, and I think you could have an argument about this, but I personally am taking Lamar Jackson over Kyler Murray. And mm-hmm. I, even if you don't, even if you don't agree, you can't say that they're not at least similar Comparable, in regard yeah. to mm-hmm. you know talent. So right. Lamar Jackson should be and should be getting paid, perhaps even more than Josh Allen in the short term, based mm-hmm. on what we just saw Kyler Murray get paid. So yeah, that's the current state we're in. He's he's no doubt. He, I mean. Lamar Jackson, uh, phenomenal. And he doesn't even have an agent, if I'm not mistaken. I think no, he doesn't. His mother is his agent. Yeah, his mother. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, gosh. which is, you know, hey, uh, like, uh, like what is it? Oh, who who just said it? Yeah, John Herring said, mama, know, mama knows best. I mean, yes, yeah. maybe. That's I right. mean, maybe. If I'm Lamar right. Jackson, I'm at home today. I'm not in a bad mood. I'll tell it's you that. It's inevitable. He's going to get paid. Yeah. Uh, Walt is coming in here. Uh, right, he's making some good points. He says, you know, Kyle deserves credit definitely for the Cardinals turnaround, but people too often ignore the talent on that roster. I feel the Palmer led team was more threatening than the current Kyler team. Oh, I agree. I mean, there mm-hmm. was Cardinals teams, especially back in those days that were, you know, constantly in the NFC divisional right. and championship games. I mean, they were right there. The Cardinals have always been relevant, but there was a period not too long ago here where they were dumpster fires, right? Mm-hmm. And you get Josh Rosen. I mean, but you could also make that argument about Josh Allen too. And a lot of people do, right? Josh yeah. Allen gets the majority, if not all of the credit, most of the time for the rising of this team, deservingly so. That's what happens mm-hmm. with the quarterback, right? But imagine if Josh Allen's roster wasn't built to be what it is today and Brandon Bean sat on his hands and decided, oh, let's, you know, let's extend Zay Jones and Calvin Benjamin and oh we won't gosh. go get Diggs yeah. and Beasley and John Brown and whoever else, right? So, yes, of course, you have to give credit to the organization for building around him, and I think Arizona's done a great job, but mm-hmm. – you don't utilize that if you don't have the quarterback. Case in point, Cleveland Browns, top five roster. Baker yes. Mayfield never capitalized on it right. once. And you will see very quickly, Deshaun Watson and a top five roster, that's going to work. If and when it oh, – not gosh. if, but when the hell he yes. gets on the field, which is <laughs> – Another story. <laughs> yeah. Another conversation, yeah, but it's definitely going to happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the looking at the Cardinals um, – their, their, their quarterback history, just, I mean, just um, post Carson Palmer. I mean, they had Blaine yeah. Gabbert. I mean, Josh, <laughs> come on now. I mean, yeah. Blaine Gabbert, Juice Stanton, Josh Rosen, and Sam Bradford. Yeah. You know, and then I they mean, finally it's, were able to get it's it. so easy to think. I mean, it's, it's crazy, Rev. Even mediocrity in this league is not easy to come by. It's just yeah. not. I mean, it, that's why, that's why when, when, you know, when I looked at Mitch Trubisky going to, to, 
Um, Pittsburgh, I said, I think Pittsburgh's better today. I think mm-hmm. when it comes to, you know, the quarterback position, Mitch Trubisky's a bit above mediocre. He's right on the mediocre yeah. line. And Ben Roethlisberger, as he continued to age out, was far below mediocre. I looked at that comparison, and naturally yes. I come to the conclusion the Steelers are better today. You look around, especially when quarterbacks get injured, they drop, or, you know, they retire, whatever else, you look and see how truly difficult it is to get a guy in there that not only is, you know, uh, competent, Mm -hmm. but can keep your team in a position to win. I mean, right now, Rev, this is a great example. A great example is exactly the the, the Cleveland Browns, right? You have Deshaun Watson, but he can't play. Great. Right. So not only do you have Jacoby Brissett, you bring in Josh Rosen, and then there's rumors circulating that you might even go out and try to get Jimmy Garoppolo because you Mm -hmm. want to take advantage of the roster you have. And if you Mm -hmm. lose to Sean Watson for eight games, you can forget the playoffs in the AFC. Right, right. So think about that, right? You know, Jimmy Garoppolo, and that's that's another great point right here. We can talk about this a little bit because he's (laughs) about to be on a new team soon here. They gave him the the green light to go seek a trade, right? Uh Uh-huh. Jimmy Garoppolo gets dogged a lot. He gets dogged a lot. Talk about it, man. Talk I don't know. It. I mean, look at is he Josh Allen? Is he Mahomes? Is he Joe Burrow? Justin Herbert? Tom Brady? No. And anybody yeah. who thinks that, but there, there, I don't think there is anybody who thinks that. But you, this is what I don't like, Rev, when it comes to, mm-hmm. the, to, the, to the league. Like you said, it doesn't grow on trees. You cannot compare these guys like Jimmy Garoppolo to that stratosphere because it's just not exactly. existing. That's why they're going with Trey Lance. But when I look at Seattle, right, when I look mm. at Carolina, when I look at these teams that do not currently have a solidified guy that's not only a superstar but, for, frankly, is a borderline starter in general, mm. you can't tell me that Jimmy Garoppolo, who's been to multiple NFC championships, was a throwaway from winning a Super Bowl, an insanely high winning percentage, and the argument's always, well, you know, he's got Kyle Shanahan, 49er roster is great. Yeah, that's fine. But there's also plenty of people who were not able to take advantage of situations like mm-hmm. that. Jimmy Garoppolo today, a much better, a much better option in it for a team like Seattle, for example, right? Far greater. That's option. why you, you, you like when we're talking about these guys that it's tough to, you know, find mediocrity. I look at Jimmy Garoppolo, you don't think he's better than mediocre? And right now in Seattle, you are well below mediocre. Yeah, and, and I don't know what they're thinking. I mean, but yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy, perfect example. I mean, and he got paid coming out of New England. How Absolutely. many games? How many games did, did he did he start for New England before he he, he got shipped Four, off? And, I think it was. Yeah, it, was or it was. It wasn't. It wasn't a lot at all. And he got paid. Because set started a good amount too. I, yeah, I'm, yeah. He got hurt. He got hurt when he was with New England. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, didn't uh-huh. he? I, I, I think he did. Who? Yeah. Who? Uh, Jacoby. Or, or Jimmy? No, Jimmy G. I think that's why Jacoby played. I think uh-huh. that's why Jacoby wound up getting jobs too. He because he, he Brissett came in too. That's why he wound up kind of bouncing around the league because he did quite well. Or I mean, you know, regarding the circumstance, he did pretty decent when he went in uh, when Brady was down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but 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 Jimmy G. I mean, that, that's a great example though. And then uh, and you, you look at him. I mean, put insert him on 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 the, the Seahawks. Um, yeah much better than than the options that they have available and i love 
meant by I love the point that you made about compares, comparing these quarterbacks to guys who are just in a completely different stratosphere. Like like those yeah. guys up there and Bills Mafia. I mean, thank you, thank thank the good Lord or whoever you know that we have a guy who's who's up there like that. But you're not going to find too many uh, uh, at all, Josh Allen's or or or. or uh, 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 Pat Mahomes, you're just not going to find those guys. So you're going to have to settle for the other tier. And, and 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 it's okay to have guys who are not Josh Allen, who are not Pat Mahomes, but to find guys who are competent, yeah. that, that's, that's all you need. And people talk about, oh, system quarterbacks. Oh, he's a system quarterback. But guess what? It takes a quarterback who's competent enough to run the system. It's yeah, okay. and if everybody was like Josh Allen, guess what? There wouldn't be a bad team in the league, and it would be unwatchable because there would be no, there would be. You can't have good teams without bad teams. No, and and that's can't. the way the league functions, right? Right. But back to Jimmy Garoppolo and your point there, Rev. I didn't even realize this, and I would not have guessed this. He didn't even throw a hundred attempts in New England. He didn't yeah, even I know, throw I knew, it was, I knew it was very, balls very in little. New England over three years. And look what he was, he's was he been able to accomplish throughout his years. And like I said, like Rev doubled down on no, and everybody knows it. Jimmy G's not – he's not a franchise changer. But if you are in a position where your choices are Geno Smith or Drew Locke, you cannot sit Come here on, and tell yeah. me that you don't want Jimmy <laughs> G taking the snaps. And that is why you pay Kyler Murray. And that is why the Ravens need to pay Lamar Jackson. Because you don't want to wind up with your options being Mm -hmm. Drew Locke, Geno Smith, or having to pay Jimmy G, who, yes, is, you know, slightly above mediocre. Which, Mm -hmm. at this point, for several teams, and there'll be several more teams next year, maybe due to injury or whatever the hell else trades, that will need a guy like Jimmy G. So that's, that's how I see it. Yeah, and, and speaking of Seattle, I, I you know, it, it makes me think that that I think they're 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 tanking, you know what I'm saying? They are. They have yeah. to be right. They're, they're, they're not, because I mean, you you miss. I mean, you didn't go after after um 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 Baker Mayfield. You didn't go after Baker. Yeah. Um, you're not going after. I mean, Jimmy. You're not going to sign him. So so it lets me know that you're content with just putting out trotting out you know the likes of of Geno Smith come on now and Drew Locke and you're trying to you're trying to get as high a high of a draft pick as you can that's that's basically what it is because it's not competitive I definitely agree with you in the tanking respect because it seems like it the only thing that has me apprehensive about it Pete Carroll is not young enough to tank I can't see Pete Carroll willingly entering into a tank scenario because he is not young enough to rebuild completely with this team and then see the fruits of his labor. Whoa. So that's what makes me wonder. But then again, you might as well tank rap because the Seattle Seahawks aren't winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. And, and, and also let me know, I mean, I mean, could, could he be on his way out, you know, could they be transitioning I do wonder that. And, and, and thinking, you know what, Hey, we're going to let Pete Carroll yeah. ride us out. And this is just going to be bad thing. It's going to be a bad thing, but Hey, we're going to have a, a high draft pick and probably, you know, let Pete Carroll go, and bring in the, a, a whole new uh, head coach and let him get yeah. his quarterback and just, just kind of rebuild that way. You know, here's another question, too, that we can just think about personally here. Let's go back to the pre-Josh Allen days. And if there was a guy oh like gosh, Jimmy G now. out there, uh, I'm sorry, but all of us yes. would have been on our hands and knees just begging yes. for something like that to just be in Buffalo. Yes. You want to know why? Because it wasn't an utter dumpster fire. Mm. So that we have been there. So when people try to act like they don't understand why Jimmy G, you know, should get paid or should be, that blows my mind right. because it's, it's, it's a position we were in for far too long and we know it. 
We know oh, it. Oh, we know it. We yeah, yeah oh. we know it. We, we know it up close and personal. Yeah, up close and personal. Yeah, yeah. There's there's there is. I mean, I could go down the list, and we don't want to go through that. I don't want to. I don't want <laughs> no. to depress anybody. But no, come we on, are man. we are forty nine days away. Jeez. Let's stay in a good mood. I don't. We don't need to do that <laughs> shit anymore. Thank God. Yes. Before we get into more questions, I figured we touch on this right now, refs, since we're kind of off on a a nice. I like that tangent because to me, uh, I love looking at situations like this because not only. Does it put into perspective our current situation, but it also puts into perspective the situation the Bills would have been in if Josh Allen did not work out. I mean, think about oh it. Oh, my gosh. Think about all these other organizations. I mean, just today, Rev, it was announced. This is a gr- another great example, and I thought about this. Uh, we were talking about this a couple of days ago, me and my buddies, and it hit me again today when I heard this. The city of Cincinnati just unanimously decided on an indoor practice facility. Cincinnati has never had that, and it gets colder than hell in Cincinnati, just like it Mm -hmm. does in Buffalo. Mm -hmm. Do you think if Joe Burrow wasn't on that team, and if do you think if Cincinnati didn't have the run they had last year that they would have an indoor practice facility this year? No, no, no. Do you think if Josh Allen didn't work out, Rev, the Bills would be building a new stadium in a couple years? Absolutely. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. I really don't know. It would have had to have happened, but it wouldn't have happened as, as easily as it did. I'll tell you that. Right. For right. sure. And you look no at doubt. that. And I was listening, and this is an, I was on a road trip this past weekend. I was coming back from my girlfriend's drive. And I had this conversation with my buddy who was traveling with me because we were listening to Colin Coward on the way back. And he mm-hmm. was talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars and how they had the, like the 30th worst revenue in the NFL last year, despite, you know, getting Trevor Lawrence and and on the rebuild and Coward was making the example of, listen, it's going to get to the point sooner or later here where you're just going to have to ship that team out of Jacksonville. And then it hit me. Mm. Yeah. Say it. Come on. It it hit me. How close were we? This close. And that's what we had the conversation. Me and my buddy, we had this conversation. I go, do you understand how legitimately close the bills were? Because I thought about it as Coward was talking about that. I go, imagine being a Jaguars fan right now, a diehard Jacksonville Jaguars fan listening to Coward pretty much give you a harsh reality because it's true. If mm-hmm. you continue to blow and your ticket sales are in the gutter, they are going to ship you out of there. The NFL is not going to babysit you while you decide right. to get your act together. This is a money-making business. The bills were in that same department and you know, whether the bills ever wind up hosting a championship or not, you can never deny the fact, especially if Josh Allen continues to play the way he does. He absolutely saved the franchise along with Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott. If things did not go the way they did, if they went completely opposite, like they did in Cleveland, like they did uh, uh, with uh, Ari- not Arizona, because they got it together after Josh Rosen. But if they did like with New York and Sam mm-hmm. Darnold, you would right. be looking at a whole different landscape here. Not just, you know, wins and losses. We're talking about yeah. a whole different landscape. One that makes me sick to even think about. It would be disgusting, and and we don't even, we don't even want to go there. I mean, because no, we, we we've been there for twenty plus years. But but just imagine though. I mean, it, it would be awful, and uh, and we know how it felt when 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 um, even before the Pagulas came in, and there were there were yeah. rumors of ta- and talks about you know shipping the bills uh, north of the border. You know, yeah. And so Bon I mean, Jovi it, and Donald Trump uh, exactly. sending send them out of Toronto. Oh, can't exactly. wait. Give me a break. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good God, <laughs> it's just it's how easy we forget, Rev. And I know I do sometimes. Yeah. But it's, yeah. this is why when these contracts come out or I hear this news about Cincinnati, it's the little things that I love thinking about because. It really does put into perspective what it was 
and even more scary how what it could have been. Mm-hmm. And I think what was yeah. on the horizon, if the Bills continued down the way that they were, was even more bleak than it had ever been during absolutely. the drought years. I really absolutely. do think that. Yeah, it, it absolutely would have been. John DeMarchi coming in. Appreciate you, John, as always, for tuning in and the super chat. Johnny's saying, if Pagula doesn't buy the bills, the number two bidder was, remember, yep, Donald Trump, before he went political, Trump would never have kept the bills in Buffalo. They would be in L.A. right now. Yeah, I mean, at that point, there was no team in L.A. before there was two teams, and L.A. team was inevitable. That's why they want to move another team to Dallas or these Mm -hmm. cities that are just thriving and, of course, have the facilities to function. Yeah, Donald Trump would never have kept him in Buffalo. Of course he wouldn't have. And I'm a if Rev, and, and I'm sure you agree with me. This here. is man. Go ahead. Yeah. Say if yeah. I have no affiliation to the Bills or sports, and I could give a damn, my only my only care in the world is dollar signs. I'm not keeping the Bills in Buffalo either. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. From from a businessman's perspective, yeah. Um, especially like you had mentioned, a guy who has no affiliation with Buffalo whatsoever. It made it made tons of sense. I mean, even yeah. even the Pagulos. I mean, we, we we thought about. I mean, we heard, we even heard uh, these these rumors. Um, during the uh, the whole negotiations with the new stadium about them potentially even looking into into Austin, you know. Um, oh, I know. Uh, yeah, I remember you know, when that was heating up for a week, and I'm like, Ooh. yeah. Okay, so come on, and that's with Josh Allen. <laughs> so and and, yeah, and look, and, and these things matter. Once again, I saw they they released the jersey sale numbers. Josh Allen, outside of Russell Wilson, and those numbers made sense. Russell Wilson had the highest selling jersey in the past few months. Of course he did. He's on a new team. Everybody who's a yes. Broncos fan bought a Russell Wilson. Guess who's number two? Josh Allen. I mean, these things, it is so much more than the W's and L's, man. It is It is everything that comes with building a business, and that is what the NFL and each 32 entities within it is. And the Bills are a thriving business now, and they weren't right. for a very long time. And when you hear situations like what Jacksonville's in, and Jacksonville, you know, it's not like they're, you know, it's not like they're irrelevant. They got quote unquote the greatest, you know, college recruit of all time. So <laughs> we weren't that far away, is what I'm saying. Um, so speaking of Josh Allen and how great the Bills man. are, we love doing that, Rev, right? We love oh, doing that. Yes. Madden thinks the Bills are pretty good too, Rev. Madden thinks yeah, the Bills do. are pretty good too. Now, of course, we don't have they, now good for Madden. Speaking of business and just drawing out, you know, milking the cow. Madden knows mm-hmm. what they're doing. They're in cahoots with ESPN. So what they've done is every day this week. They've announced the overall rankings of each positional group. And, of mm-hmm. course, they save quarterbacks till Friday. We will see. If Josh Allen's not above a 95, I'm going to be absolutely out of my mind pissed. Because he is Josh not a 99. He's do, not a 99. They've already announced all the 99, so he's not 99. Oh, no, he's not. He's not 99. Okay. No. But, Rev, I don't know how much Madden you play. I know you said that you like the game. I don't know how much Madden you play. He's not very good in the game as far as throwing the ball is concerned, right. at least compared to other guys in the league who are considered – Top tier players, Madden needs to get it right tomorrow. I'm hoping for that, they and better. I'm also interested to see who's he going to be above, who's he going to be below, whatever. But based on the positional groups that we already have, Madden thinks the Bills are not too shabby. Rev, here's what I've looked at. Uh, I've compiled and went through all the different positional groups and the rankings, and uh, we have got a top eleven player in just about every single major positional group. Right now, outside of, of course, the quarterback. Again, we don't know, but we'll know tomorrow. But mm-hmm. here's what Madden have to say, Rob, had to say, Rob. I want to get your thoughts. And I want to get the chat's thoughts. By the way, keep those questions coming. We're going to get back yeah, to them right yeah. after this. So here we go, Rob. I'm going to go from the highest rankings they had all the way down to the lowest uh, uh, and 
kind of just put into perspective here the, uh, you know, once again, and I can always say it once again, I'm just going to put into perspective here how good them Buffalo Bills are, right? Come on now. And Madden thinks the same thing. So, and, and this, you're going to like this one, right? I don't know if you saw this one, but they put some respect on your boy Tredavious White's name, who we know has been getting snubbed in a lot of these lists. Yeah. Rev, Madden had Tredavious White as the third best corner in the game. Oh, snap. Third he best. is the third best overall corner in Madden 23. Get yes. There you go. For those who, who think that Trey is, is not a top quarterback, uh, cornerback in the league, Madden would disagree. And it doesn't stop there as far wow. as the Bills' backfield is concerned. They have Micah Hyde as the fifth best safety and Jordan Poyer as the eighth best safety. The Bills are the only team to have two wow. players in their backfield in the top 10 of the Madden rankings when it comes to safety duos. So right there, there Rats. Sheesh. Are you That's, kidding? That is just another uh, uh, negotiating point and tactic for your man, Jordan Poyer. <laughs> Imagine walking in, hey, listen, B, they got me at eight on that. Hey, hey. You need a pony. <laughs> right. Oh, boy, come on. <laughs> they got oh, Stephon man, Diggs, fifth best wide receiver. Uh-huh. That makes sense. And I look at the list. I mean, you know, I, I get it. I get it. I mean, I, uh, I, I think that that's fair. I, the wide receiver thing to me is so – there's so many nuances to it. Like, everybody always says Devontae Adams is solidified one. I guess I get that. But I think that the, that position to me is so interchangeable. There's so many guys who do so many different things. That's why mm -hmm. I've always been the biggest advocate for Tyreek Hill being, like, the one guy I think I would take if I had a draft of all these wide receivers just because – not only can he do most everything else that everybody else can do, but he's faster than every single one of them by a mile. That's why I always by, thought. Uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. I think yeah. Diggs being fifth, yeah, that makes sense. Behind what, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, Tyreek Hill, yeah. DeAndre Hopkins, yeah, and then Diggs, yeah, that makes sense. Now, they also put some respect on, I was actually a little bit shocked by this. They did put some respect on Tremaine Edmonds' name. He is the eighth best middle linebacker in the entire game. So, for those who are constantly on the fence about Tremaine Edmonds, and we, we know there's many of those, Madden feels that he is a solidified top 10 Madden, or not Madden, but middle linebacker, rather, in the game. Now, do you think that that is low, high, or right on the nose, Rev? Uh, you, you know, I've, I've, been, I've been a Tremaine um, critic um, for from, from my, from my personal reasons, but I'm coming along in, in, and I'm starting to see the light and seeing just the responsibility that's been on this young man's plate Right. Um, and so um, with him being uh, in, in the top 10, I don't, I don't think it I, I don't think it's it's um, I don't think it's too low at all. Uh, Jermaine Edmonds is a very, very good um, inside linebacker. When you consider everything that he does for the Buffalo Bills and the defense as a whole, uh, plus his responsibility, et cetera. I mean, he, he does a great job for what he's asked to do within our defense. And and I'm thinking like, hey. We may have our, you know, our disagreements about about what he does and what he doesn't do, but but I guarantee you, there are other teams out there who, at the end of the season, would love to get their hands on Tremaine Edmonds. So, uh, yeah, him him yeah, top no eight, top top ten, yeah, yeah, it makes it makes plenty of sense. I'm okay. With and that. now Dawson Knox, he just missed the, the cut of the 10. top ten. They had him at eleven in the tight end department. Now we've had this talk before. I think last year he was definitely, I mean, he was like a top five, top eight, top. I mean, you can always have an argument, but he was right up there last yeah. year as far as tight ends. Yeah. I think another good year out of Dawson Knox, you're not going to see many top 10 tight end lists without him in it. I think, you know, last year was obviously a breakout year for him, but he's had some iffy years prior. I think if we get another 
if we get another real solid year out of Dawson Knox, you're going to see a lot more oh, yeah. widespread respect for yeah, him. Yeah, definitely. Coming definitely. up here. Yeah, I, yeah, I like Dawson Knox. Um, it, it, he had a he had a very uh, a big uh, uh, leap, man. Uh, so I'm 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 looking forward to what he can do yeah, if he yeah. can put it together, you know, um, this year and going going forward. Yeah, he really cut out the drops and the touchdowns. Of course, we know tied for first among all tight ends. So. Mm-hmm. Another great year out of Dawson Knox is anticipated, and I think once he gets that, he's really going to solidify himself towards the top end of uh, yeah, uh, I mean, tight ends could, in this that, league. That's a good list of a tight end list. I mean, that, that's really good. It that's is. A, it's tough to crack that top ten. Exactly. I know. It's really tough. And, I mean, you do look at that list, and you're you're kind of taken back almost as to how many great tight ends there really is in this league. I mean, there really is only Travis Kelsey. There's only – there really are only – like, like kind of like quarterback, those super freaks, you know, Gronk, Kelsey, mm-hmm. Kittle. But there are a lot of other guys who are just real pivotal cornerstones to their team. Yeah. Speaking of which, how about Rudolph signing with the Buccaneers today? Oh, I mean, that kind of said that Gronk uh, yes. really might be actually retired. He, yeah, yeah, he's, he's, I think he's done, man. So, yeah, I, I like that. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but – they still got like Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Well, like Tom Brady needs another weapon. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what Actually, I'm saying. They got Brady. I heard this earlier. Nobody's thrown more touchdowns to a tight end in their career ever than Tom Brady. Now he gets Rudolph on the box to do that with as well. Uh, Johnny coming in with a super chat. Appreciate Johnny. Johnny with the Canadian, the Canadian dollars. There you go. I like that. Love it. Bringing my wife to her first game. Ooh, and it's going to be a doozy. The home opener on Monday <laughs> night football. Against the Tennessee Titans. Johnny says, coming from Windsor, Ontario, staying a few days, need to find a list of must do must do's and eats suggestions. You brought it full circle, Johnny, yeah, well, with there you questions. Go. And nobody likes answering these questions more than your boy <laughs> Bot. I love this. So I actually just got these questions asked, asked to me yesterday. It was cool. We had a thread of guys who somebody had asked the best place to eat in Buffalo. And uh, he had asked me and a couple other guys, and he asked Reggie Gilliam. And Reggie Gilliam, speaking oh. of which, we were talking about him earlier, he pops in, and he hit me with a – he responded, and he said something that I haven't tried yet. He said the lemon pepper wings at Barbell are off the charts. I didn't even know oh, they wow. had that. So that's on my list now. But there you go. let's get into it a little bit, Johnny, here. Let me give you the rundown, all right? Barbell is an absolute must. I'm sure you've heard about that by now. If you haven't, I mean, I don't really know how you couldn't. If you're within the Bills community – Online, if you have a pair of eyes and have an internet connection, you know that Barbell is the undisputed spot that you got to try. But there are several places that you're going to have to check out when you're in Buffalo. But Barbell is the one. You got to try the Cajun Honey Butter Barbecue. You can't get wings like that anywhere else. Mm-hmm. You got to try the blue cheese, even if you're not a blue cheese guy. Listen, I did the same thing with Rico. I got him those wings. I got him the blue cheese, and he gave it the signed, sealed delivered approval and that is a man who eats wings with sour cream <laughs> so you know that it was good it changed his mind a bit so you are going to try barbell for sure now another one that's very underrated they have erratic hours no one ever talks about it compared not as not enough at least i think but amongst the public eye I never hear it being talked about the only time you ever hear about these guys is unless you're talking about somebody who's from the buffalo area or local whatever I'm a big fan of the 911 wings. 911 wings, mm. they are incredible. Now they're they're I don't, I don't understand the hours there. You never know when the hell they're open, but if you can catch them when they are open, their wings are incredible. I would definitely try them out. 
Now, I will say, if it's your first time in Buffalo, you should go to Duff's. I mean, Duff's is like the place that everybody, you know, thinks about. If you were to, like, survey the country and they're like, okay, who's the wing joint in Buffalo? They're going to say Duff's. Now, Duff's wings are good. They're not, they're, of course, they're good. I mean, any wings in Buffalo are really good. They're not as good as those other two at all. But they're good. And I think when you, if you want the authentic, like, Buffalo touristy style experience, yeah, I definitely think that Duff's is something that you should you should do. Um, now, another one that I know is up there, everybody loves Elmo's has really good wings. I mean, realistically, man, go to Barbell, make sure you do that. And after that, if you're still looking for wings, dude, you can really just pull in anywhere, man. I mean, you're yeah, not like going to be swinging and missing anywhere, really. Um, so definitely do that. Now, I'm trying to think if you have an opportunity, I don't know if you will. I don't know how long you're going to be there for go up to Niagara Falls. Absolutely. You should totally go check out the falls, especially if you don't get up to the Buffalo area often. One of the great wonders of the world. You can't beat it. I've seen it a million times. And every time I see it, it still, you know, takes you back, man. It really is an incredible sight, especially if you're, if you're with your mm. wife. It's a very romantic area. Is it nice? Yeah, 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 it is. It is. I mean, you know, it's, it's just, I mean, shit, dude. It's like, it's like a two mile long waterfall. You can't beat it. The thing's insane. Like it's that big, Golly, man. Yeah, wow. so I would definitely hit up the falls. Everybody in here is saying Gabriel's Gate, by the way. They do have good wings as well. Like I said, I mean, you're gonna if, every time you ask somebody, they're going to probably tell you a million different joints. At the end of the day, what does that tell you? you you're not missing out in Buffalo, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You're not missing. Uh, go to Allentown if you want to go out for a bit, get a drink or whatever. That's fun. They've renamed it, of course, Josh Allentown. My cousin Vintage is out there. Really cool, like, consignment shop that sells vintage Bills gear. It's awesome, man. It's like stepping into the 80s and 90s there. They have everything wow. in there. Super cool. I like that type of stuff. I like, like, vintage stuff, throwback stuff. They got all that stuff. Um, so I would definitely check that out. And then... Man, for the Monday nighter, I'd get to the lots, man, at like noon. I would get maybe even earlier. I don't know. I don't know if your wife is going to, if maybe she, she's run circles around you. I have no idea how the, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how the dynamic works in the house, but if you're both, if you're both into having a good time, which your Bills yeah. fans, I'm assuming yeah. you are, get to the lots, man, and really make the most out of that tailgate. It's going to be the home opener, obviously. Football's back, but. It is the rare instance where you get the home game in Buffalo mm -hmm. where you have the entire day to do the tailgate. Usually you're there at like eight and the game kicks off at one. Yeah. Yeah. Rev, dude. And that's why I'm trying to get you when I get you up. <laughs> I'm on, trying man, to do the primetime, man, because that yeah. is like the ultimate. It's it's basically like these primetime games are like Christmas for like Bills fans who are at the game because you yeah. you get the best of both worlds, right? You get the tailgate. Um, you get the games on during the day. So you get all those out of the way. You can watch those at the tailgate. You get the tailgate all day. And then there's no environment. I mean, every Sunday, no matter what, the Bills Stadium, the Ralph is rocking. It's the best experience yeah. ever. But something about those lights, man, it just brings out a whole other freak, a whole <laughs> other animal, man. So... I got to come down there, man. I got we got, oh. we got to make it a night game, man, a primetime game this year. Oh, we need to get with, with the fellas, man, and, and, and make Absolutely. sure that we can get to that one. And the extra special thing for, for Johnny here on the home opener, it's just, dude, everybody's been caged for a year. They yeah. are unleashing the dogs <laughs> that night, baby. Everyone's back. So that is cool, man. But, yeah, Johnny, 
keep us posted. I mean, I know it's, you know, we got seven weeks here, but let us know how you enjoy your experience. And if you are in the area and if we wind up going to that one, uh, we're trying to figure out what we're doing here and getting the game together for a mm-hmm. game. Let us know uh, where you're at. And and if not, we don't meet up with it. Let us know how the, uh, how the trip to Buffalo was, man. I always love hearing about, like, like I always tell you, right? I always take it for granted being so local and people yeah. who aren't, you know, when they get up, I love hearing, because I, I don't know, man. I couldn't imagine. Yeah, like I, I, Rev, I couldn't imagine being like in your spot because it's all I've known. You know what I mean? Yeah. All I've known is it being right there. Like, I would not know what it would feel like to like to. I really could be like, away from it. Yeah, thinking of a fairy tale, like pulling up there for the first time. I would not know like what that would feel like. That's man. why I'm so stoked for you. I'm telling you. I don't you, know, man. Yeah. 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 I'm going to try. It's going to happen, dude. I have you're going to have to, bro. You would have to. I'll cry oh, for man. you, bro. I will dude, cry yeah. for you. Yeah. Let's do it, man. I'm down. I'm down. I love man. it. Yeah. Johnny oh, Boy. John comes in. Johnny, Johnny, and Jeff. That's it. John comes in here with the super chat. Appreciate you, John. He says, yo, Gabriel Davis in his first two seasons, including the playoffs, when 84 catches and 18 touchdowns. Justin Jefferson was amazing in itself. 17 touchdowns oh, first yeah. two years. People are still, still sleeping on Gabe. Yeah, and you want to know what's crazy about that, too, is Just, Justin Jefferson is the wide receiver one. Yes. So, I mean, yeah, look at Gabriel Davis. I think, I mean, maybe it's just because we're in the Bills circle, Rev, mm-hmm. but I think everybody has this insane expectation. I mean, you can't watch that Chiefs game and not just have, like, sky-high expectations, right, yeah. for for Gabe Davis. For but. Gabe, yeah. You know, it's not like he's one of those guys, at least I think, that the the majority of the casual fans outside of Buffalo are, you know, circling. I don't mm-hmm. think so. Same thing no. like we were just talking about with Dawson Knox. I mean, he led the league in touchdowns for tight ends. You don't really hear much about him either. Uh, so I think for both those guys, mm-hmm. I think this year's a big year for both those guys. Not only for the Bills, of course, but I think for themselves, right? Personal brand, yeah. contracts. Okay, those are two big, two big, uh, you know, Two big scenarios right there that I look at that if they right. have another great year, I mean, oh look out. Yeah, Dawson's going to get paid if he gets another another good year. Um, I, I think sky's the limit for Gabe Davis. I really do. I, I've said it before that I think I think that this is the year where um, where we can see um, Diggs and Davis end up with 1,000 yards receiving in the regular season. Not, just alone, yeah. not including playoffs, but in the regular season. I think it's going to be that type of a – of a season for them. Um, granted, yeah, Gabe is going to be going up against higher uh, competition, but still, man, when uh, every time he's gotten his opportunity, he has just taken it. I mean, and, and ran with it, right? I mean, he's. I mean, you, you just you just can't like two years worth of of stats, and a guy averages over sixteen yards of reception. Like like that's just you just don't get lucky doing that, right? No. Uh, and and then he puts in the work, and he and he gains weight this year. He's he's even bigger. Um, stronger, probably just as fast too. Um, the guy has incredible hands. He catches just about everything that comes his way. Uh, I, I really, I really, I'm really, really excited about uh, Gabe Davis this year. Now I'm guessing Johnny that had to include the playoffs, right? It absolutely had to. And Justin Jefferson hasn't played in the playoff game, but like you said right. here, like you said here, I mean, how many people would think that? I don't think anybody would think that. Playoffs or not, right. I don't think anybody's thinking he's got more touchdowns than than Justin, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. Yeah. No, uh-huh. so. I mean, like, like, like I just touched on here. You, you, you can't, you couldn't watch that game against the Chiefs and think to yourself, "Well, 
uh, clearly, clearly the ceiling here is just astronomical. Right. And then you see Dawson Knox, like with the touchdown he had against the Patriots there, where the ball was basically halfway into the stands and he goes, oh my it's like, he snatched it by, the, by the end of it. Yeah. That's the other great thing about this team too. It's like, not only is everybody is the majority of these positional groups fantastic, but a lot of them have so much more to go, including Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. But what I look at, I mean, you got James Cook, you don't even know yet, right? You got Kyir Elam, who was drafted to be a solidified, you know, stud at corner. You got Tremaine Edmonds. You got Ed Oliver, Rousseau. I mean, there's so many guys on a team that's already loaded, but the majority of these guys, a lot, I mean, yeah, of course, you do have your great veteran presence with Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer and now Von mm-hmm. Miller. I mean, you got you have that, right? But a lot right. of these guys, man, a yeah. lot of these guys haven't even touched their potential yet. Oh, man, the, the potential in these guys is, is, is ridiculous. And that's, and that's why I love – what Brandon Bean does, man, the, 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 the talent that he goes after, he loves these guys who have traits and has, you know, just, just an incredibly high ceiling. Maybe right. their floor is not as high as others, but man, if they can maximize their potential, you have, you have guys in the upper stratosphere of their positions um, on your team and they trust the coaching to get that out of these guys. I mean, so yeah, I mean, you have a guy like Gabe Davis, Geez, I mean, come on now. What round was he? What a fourth round pick or fifth yeah, round fourth pick? Fourth round for game. Fourth Davis. round pick. Yeah, yeah. And and this guy's about to about to kill it. You know what I'm saying? And so and then you James Cook, another guy. I mean, you you're getting me excited, about man. I mean, you getting me. I don't even know what to excited, do with it. Anymore. Like I was telling you, me and Robert talking earlier. I go, dude, this is getting ridiculous. Can we just please? I mean, honest to God, oh, if man. you want to do that thing that they do to me, or if you want to do that thing to me that they do in the Matrix where they put you in that like pod filled with like goo and you, you just kind of sleep for like months at a time. Uh-huh. I will get in that thing right now and you can wake me up uh, on September 8th. And oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't care. Like honest to God, wouldn't care. If it, as long as it felt like two seconds, put me in that come damn on, pod. Come fast on. forward. Come on, come on. Let's, let's just do it. Let's do it. It's going to be a, a, an incredible year. Incredible Year Silas Willow, he he asked, you know, how many for Davis? I think he's asking how many touchdowns um, can we uh, project for Davis? And he says 11. Um, Didn't you say earlier this season that you're projecting 2,000 yard receivers? And I think you said maybe two, two 10 TD years, or, or was yeah. that? Yeah. 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 I, I definitely think that, that, uh, that Gabe is, 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 is going to have the double digits this year. I mean, he's, he's, he's a touchdown guy, man. He, it's just what it is, what he is. But, but now with, with the increased targets, um, he, it's, he's, he's, it's inevitable for him to, to get an end zone even more. Um, so yeah, uh, Silas, you said 11. I mean, that's, that's, that's very, very, um, very possible. I think he can have a, he's going to have a phenomenal year, both, both he and Diggs together, which is going to be incredible when, when you think about it, which means Josh Allen MVP year this year. I mean, he's going to go off, I think. So it's going to be great. I got to go back and touch on what Johnny DeMarchi said, because Gabe Davis does not have 18 touchdowns um Gabe Davis has uh 13 touchdowns in his career but ultimately still you're mm-hmm. splitting hairs at that point I mean I, I just I, yeah. I want to fact check that just because you know somebody will take that clip and be like oh you, you know he's not he's not he doesn't have more touchdowns than Justin Jefferson without he talks some crazy Vikings fan whatever but <laughs> look at you know Justin it's Jefferson has the worst three or four yeah yeah, I mean, Justin Jefferson was a first-round pick that they traded away Diggs to acquire. Gabe Davis, 
is a fourth round pick. If I'm if I'm only a five touchdown difference, especially when he's my wide receiver too. Yeah. Right, Justin Jefferson's the main dog there. Exactly. So even if it's a five yard, even if it's a five touchdown difference, I don't give a damn. I mean, uh, yeah, if I'm care. getting that on my fourth round production. And granted, you know, Gabe Davis wasn't even wide receiver two last year. Really? No, he wasn't. He, no. he, he Yeah. So I mean, he's always been three or four, you know, just depending upon the progression. But yeah, I mean, he's always been, you know, behind behind John Brown and and uh, and Cole Beasley with Diggs, and then and then behind uh, Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, so like like now Wait. he's he, sorry. Go ahead. I got to fact check myself again. I got to correct myself again. What Johnny DeMarchi, you're way smarter than me. I'm an idiot. You know I'm an idiot. Was he including playoffs? Why. No, yeah, no, I yes, I looked at it wrong. John, how dare I question you? I know you're the Messiah. You're always coming with the good stats. I'm a, I'm an absolute moron. I should read. I should read John DeMarchi, for God's sakes. <laughs> that was last year's stats. I was like, I wasn't looking at his career stats. I'm a dummy. I'm a big dummy. Dumb, dumb, dumb. For his touchdowns. Sorry, Johnny. We had such a good we had such a good convo going on about that. I gotta be like, oh. Hey Johnny, I don't mean to, I don't mean to put you in your place, but I had to fact check you just to fact check myself. I'm a dummy, Johnny. Sorry, Gabe Davis, goat, and he is better than Justin Jefferson uh, in that department. <laughs> in that department, sorry, Johnny. No, I was looking at the 2021 stats, and I'm like, well, wait a minute. Um, the only reason I said something is because I know damn well someone's gonna say something, and I'm gonna look like a damn fool. Without fact checking it, and then what? What wound up happening, Johnny? I yeah. look like a damn fool, anyways. I cannot <laughs> avoid that. Yeah, Jenna says, yeah, thirteen regular season, five yes. in the playoffs. Yeah, yes, that is accurate. Four in which came in one game. So mm-hmm. I mean, if we're talking about double digit touchdowns this coming season, well, he was just about halfway there in one divisional game against the uh, the Chiefs, Rev. So, He's and we've talked about this, right? We don't expect that from Gabe Davis week in and week out. We'd be we'd be morons to do that. We don't expect yeah. Josh Allen to play like he did against uh, the Patriots or the Chiefs every week. We would be fools to expect that. But we have said this before. If we – oh, Walter. Thank you, buddy. I needed that. I needed oh, that. <laughs> um, if we get that – once every other four weeks, we're still talking a quarter of the season here where you are getting some of the most electric, dominant play. We have mm-hmm. not only just, you know, seen in Buffalo or recently, we're talking all time. Come I mean, on, that man. was Gabe Davis. That was the that was the playoff record. Dude. That was the single, that oh. was the single game playoff record. Oh man. And if Josh Allen would have made the AFC playoffs or not AFC playoffs, if he would have made the AFC championship, I don't know. There would have been some records that would have been absolutely dismantled. I don't know which one demolished him. Yeah. I mean, we're talking like pissed on. I don't even yeah. know, but. Oh my gosh. Uh, oh, dude. <laughs> we, need, we need to, we need to pick me up. man. <laughs> oh man. We need, we need to be lifted up, man. Cause golly, that was that, that did that year, man. Jeez. It would have been ours. God it, would have, it. it would have been ours, ladies and gentlemen. It would have been ours. I believe well, never, it it'll be better be. this year, anyways. It'll be better. Oh, it'll yeah. be more fun. I didn't want it last there year. We go. Yeah, I, yeah, I wanted yeah. to wait a while. Yeah. Like I said, I like I was telling Rev at the top of the show, I have to save more money so I can buy all the shit. I didn't want to win it last year, anyways. I didn't have there the money go. for it. That's it. That's I gotta it. keep like saving. I gotta sell, I gotta sell some assets so I can afford more Bills memorabilia when they win the Super Bowl. That's what I gotta <laughs> do. It'll give me more time. It'll give me more time. That's right. 
You know what? Back to Johnny's oh, thing, and not just because I'm uh, I feel bad for um, making it seem like he was wrong because that's exactly what I did, and I'm an idiot. But the more I keep thinking about that, I like he said earlier, I actually would never in a million of years have guessed Gabe Davis has more touchdowns than Justin Jefferson. That is crazy. Yeah, how is that even possible? Now that it's kind of hitting me, I'm thinking about it a little bit more. Yeah, like, that's nuts. The, that I mean, he's, nuts. He's, he's just been he's just been a touchdown machine, man. I mean, that's oh. that's. And, and he just he just performs, man. Under pressure, you, you give the guy you give the guy the the the, the targets. You give him the guy the opportunity. He's gonna do it. I mean, I mean, and gee, which is which is why it makes so much sense when you consider the fact that he's going to be probably the number two receiver in this offense coming in, in, into this year. Um, he he is going to explode. So the, so so my expectations for him for me are not just like through the moon, you know. But but I I really think that it's realistic for us to see Gabe Davis hit that 1,000 receiving yard mark this year with double-digit touchdowns. I, I, I can see it easily. You know what's wild? Before we touch on Johnny's uh, next super chat here, because he is just spread on the fire, today. Johnny. Come on, sure man. I am putting my damn place Yeah. after looking at the stats wrong because Johnny can read, I can't. But what I just did read was interesting to me based on the fact that we're talking about Stephon Diggs, Justin Jefferson, and Gabriel Davis. Stephon Diggs is ranked the fifth best wide receiver in Madden. Justin Jefferson is ranked the sixth best. Uh So how about the fact that you get the fifth best and then the the player that Madden believes is just a notch below that player is, has less touchdowns than another guy in the bills roster who's on the same roster as the fifth place guy. Yeah. it's, I love I mean, the Bills. Hey, I love the Bills, and they're very good, yeah, Rev. Yeah, yeah. I man, like them a lot. It's an embarrassment of riches we have on, on this team, man. Here's Johnny again, as promised. Last super chat. Love to all. You know who and I do you know who the NFL's highest rated playoff passer in NFL history was? Well, I do now. Johnny, who I'm not gonna fact check this time. We're taking his word for it, baby. <laughs> 14 touchdowns, one pick. And think about this, John, and the rest of everybody here. That was in two games. It was in two oh my games. Gosh. Just ridiculous, man. This I mean, just- look at that. Look at that. And you know, dude, that is insane. That I mean, is insane, man. And if they made it to the Super Bowl, we're talking, dude. The record would have been about, demolished. Dude, we're talking about 20-plus TDs. That's a – let me just – I just want to look this up for fun. I want to look up quarterbacks who did not throw 20 TDs last year. Oh, my gosh. And I'm talking – we're talking about the entire season. Dude, yeah, yeah. I mean, that is I mean, insane because, dude, there's no way he wasn't throwing three apiece in those games, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, because four we, and yeah. one, two and easily, another, whatever. Easily, easily. I mean, we, what he was, so he was at 14, yeah. And then at, at home, he was going to go off against the Bengals. He probably, he probably would have, would have, would have, would have darn near gotten close to hitting it again in the AFC championship game. All right. You ready for this, Rob? Let's do it. So let's just, let's just assume because based on, those numbers we can very safely assume because Josh Allen was on a seven touchdown a game clip. We can assume he would have had three apiece had they had made the Super Bowl, um, you know, and, and, and Josh Allen continued on that trajectory. That would have put him at 20 touchdowns in the playoffs last season. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so just to put that into perspective, right. In all of 2021, yeah. Here are the quarterbacks that threw 20 or less touchdowns. This is, this is ridiculous. Go Matt ahead. Ryan, Jimmy Garoppolo, 
Trevor Lawrence, Taylor Heineke, who had several starts, mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson, who I know was injured, yeah, injured, but just saying, Davis Mills, who started plenty of games for Houston, Tua, who had 16. How about, oh, oh, oh we, I wish Kevin Talk was here. About How it. about this? Yeah, me too. How about this? <laughs> Josh Allen, dude, that, that ain't even right. Josh <laughs> Allen had 14 touchdowns in two it. playoff games. Tua Tonga by Lowe <laughs> had 16 touchdowns the and entire season. season. And, and and Dolphins fans oh seem to think that they're gonna God. win a division because they got Tyreek Hill. Give me a break. Give me give me Ew. a break. Your quarterback you is that, not like, even in period where people were trying to say he was better than Josh Allen. Do you remember that? Were, I mean, was I on acid oh that my week? Gosh, man. What was that? Oh my gosh! You know, I mean, what are they thinking? I, I don't know. I don't know what the. I mean, like maybe the weed is real good down there in Miami, and these guys are just just out of their minds high. But there's absolutely no way you can sit there and say that 14 touchdowns in the playoffs, two games by Josh Allen compared to. Wait, hold on. They're saying it's not two games. Now I'm being an idiot again. You guys got to be clear. You guys, two games. I'm like, it's got to be. It's 14. That's that can't be total, right? No. Let's see. Let's look. Oh, really? His 14 seems low, I feel like, for his playoff stats, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. No. Damn it all, Rev. No, we got to be. 14 total. Total in what? Total. Playoffs. Career total playoffs, yeah. Career right. total play. Okay, career total. Play. All right, but listen, it's still better than Tua because listen, that's only six games. That's only six total games, and one of the games he didn't even throw a touchdown. Yeah. So in five play, all right, how about this? We'll just say this then. In right, just, five playoff out. games, not as good as two. Sorry, for some reason I, I don't know why that. I, you want to know what you the way that that Patriots and Chiefs game went. I'm sorry, but you could have like uh, now that I've you know months have gone by and I've forgotten. You could have told me. That there was 14 total in those two games, I, I probably would have believed it, like an idiot. Yeah. But that's just kind of how – that's how dominant those games were. But the more I think about it now, uh, that would have been seven touchdowns in two games, Rev. And, um, yeah, that wasn't – that didn't that didn't happen. And um, <laughs> and I just didn't look at that for a while there. <laughs> and it, it, it felt really good. But that good. did not happen. I'm, I'm so going with you, though. Marco I'm like, hey, I got and, you back, though, Bob. I got you yeah, back. You were running with me, man. You were sprinting on that lamp. I mean, it's, didn't it sound so good? Like, didn't it really it felt, make you feel great? It felt, it felt incredible, too, man. It did. I wish I you guys didn't say anything because I would have just – that would have I would have been happier than a pig and shit for the rest of the night. Um, but anyway – uh yeah oh man. damn it all right well honey, hey, thanks to marco and whoever else yeah. in here um put me in my place but hey 14 touchdowns and one interception in five games rev and five, i mean five compared to what what two uh last I mean, season on, and an entire year. season had 16 yeah so it's, it's still, still the, the principle of the point still stands it still, it stands. still stands it's just not as good and now for the second time in about 20 minutes, I misread stats. I'm kind of like the anchor man with the. Uh, I'm like I'm like Ron Burgundy with the uh, the teleprompter. You yeah. put it up, I'm just gonna read it. So be careful. <laughs> Make sure you guys are doing the work for me in the in the chat because as you can see, I will read it, 
And I, well, you know what? Now you, now that you know that I'm just going to look like an idiot, you're probably just going to keep throwing fake stats my way. So now I'm going to have to do a whole lot more work just to make sure. Just fact, just fact the checking everything. The moral of the story still stands, Rev. The moral of the story still stands. It, it still but the point is that Josh is ridiculous. Tua is nowhere, nowhere near his his level. So it, yeah. it, it is what it is. And Tyreek Hill is not going to make him all of a sudden that good of a quarterback. It's just not going to happen. Um, but, you know, it's just, Johnny wanted to know. clarify here, by the way, Rev. He said, I, I would trade Gabe Davis for Justin Jefferson. I mean, yeah, I mean, Justin Jefferson, I mean, he's he's a beast. But we understand what you're saying. And not for nothing, I mean, like, it, it doesn't even – you don't even need to clarify. Like, it, no one needs – you don't even need Gabe Davis to be Justin Jefferson. The fact that the production level of a fourth-rounder is that of a first-rounder, and yeah. he's not even a wide receiver one. It's You don't have to sit here and, you know, explain yourself. Yeah. You know, and we all know the athleticism and the, the raw talent. Yeah, you're probably taking Justin Jefferson. I think anybody would, right? But the fact that you're getting – those numbers from someone who was not yeah. meant to be a right. Justin Jefferson. That's right. what's even more impressive about it. That, yeah, that stands out. Yeah. You know? I mean, cause I mean, cause we're, we're, I mean, we're getting, we're getting um, almost the same for, for a lot less. You know? Oh God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In, God, in terms yeah. of investment. Yeah. So, yeah. and I mean, you we know, know, that's what happens. That's what happens. I mean, a lot of these guys, I mean, Stefan Diggs, what was he? He was, uh, wasn't, I think, wasn't Diggs. I think, uh, was a, I think he was a, I think he was a fourth fifth? rounder, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. let's just let's, hey, sure. I mean, you know, fifth round, you were right, right? Yeah, so there you go. I mean, that's fifth, this, yeah. this is what happens a lot of these guys. I mean, that's why the draft, that's why you know, when it comes down to draft time, you know, me, I'm like, dude, I don't know, throw a dart at the board because one of these guys is going to be a beast, and one of these guys who they draft in the top 10 is going to absolutely blow. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it goes. And case in point, Darnold, not good. Baker, right. not very good. Rosen, god awful. Lamar Jackson, oh, yet to be signed. And oh, the dart hit Josh Allen. Oh, guess what? He wound up being the absolute superstar. The dart didn't hit the rest of them, and it is what it is. I mean, yeah. that's just what, and it's like this every year for every position. You just, you know, yeah. But Justin Jefferson is one of those guys who's supposed to be good, and he is good. He he no he, he definitely is. Yeah, but but you you, you can you can find these guys um later in the draft. Um, who are producing? I mean, we've, we've yeah. got. Well, I mean, it's Diggs fifth rounder, right? Uh, um, Gabe Davis fourth rounder. Oh, we I got think another I read guy somewhere. There was like the majority of this Bills team is not first rounder. Like the majority of the starters. I, I mean, but that that is another telltale sign of a well built organization. You cannot just have your entire roster stocked to the brim. Yep with first round guys, you have got to, that's why Bean is a magician. And like you were talking about earlier, oftentimes they'll take chances on guys who have, you know, high ceilings, but also, or low ceilings, but, or excuse me, high ceilings, but low floors mm-hmm. or whatever the hell the saying is, you know what I'm saying? That's it. Um, you know, yeah. Oftentimes you would look at that as a gamble, but he, for, for the losses that they've had and every team does, they have hit very, very, Many picks. I mean, yeah. Think yeah. about it. It, it, it. Shit. I, it, you, you got, you, the, the, the series in which he went from Tredavious White mm-hmm. to Josh Allen and then Tremaine Edmonds Tremaine in the Edmonds, yeah. same draft. Ed Oliver. Ed and Oliver. Yeah. Yeah. Gabe Davis was a year to two years after that. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, you never know. You really yeah. never know. And, and we All have I'm another guy. Is that- I, I would much rather get. I would much rather get Gabe Davis production out of the fourth round than having to expand, expend a pick in the first round to get similar production. 
when I already have a guy yes. like Diggs. Yeah. Now, yeah the Vikings needed a wide receiver one. They had the to have it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I mean, obviously you do that in round one. But I wouldn't right. want to do that again to match that up with Diggs. Like, people, they thought they were going to do it this year. There were plenty of people who thought the Bills would go wide receiver again this year in the first round. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and he and he didn't do it, and instead he got somebody else down in the fifth round who 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 uh, at the time in which he drafted him, Khalil Shakir in round, yeah. round five. So many uh, GMs were talking about how upset they were that the Bills got him when they did, and they traded up for him, um, and he just failed to them at at, at, that, yeah. at that spot. And another guy who has another high ceiling, um, you know, maybe comparing to like a Robert Woods type of guy uh, could be even better. I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. But the fact of it is Brandon Bean knows what the heck he's doing, baby. He's a great general manager. And um, I, I love, I love that. We, we've got such an embarrassment of riches here on this team, man. Marco's saying that too. didn't play a bunch of games. I know he didn't, but Marco, I know you've been on me and in your, in your right. And I hate when I'm wrong. And as you can see, I'm wrong quite a bit. But you gotta let me get my chance to dog on Tua. <laughs> you gotta. I'm gonna take my. I'm gonna take my licks where I can get them, Marco. I don't care how many games oh, he played. I don't care if he had 16 touchdowns in one game and only played one. Yeah. I gotta get in my licks. Oh, we're gonna, Tua. We're gonna get him in all year long. We're gonna. No, Marco's we're gonna saying him. he's not on yet. He's on me. No, he is. He's on me in the right way. He's keeping mm -hmm. me in line. He needs to do that because, as you can see, I will run off for ten minutes thinking Josh Allen had <laughs> touchdowns in two games. Marco, that just I felt so right, here. though, man. That need just felt so feel right. right. Why did it oh, feel man. like it was right? I even is. said it. What did I say? I'm like, oh, he's averaging seven in two games. And you're like, yeah, isn't that crazy? And I'm like, yeah, that's amazing. Let's do it. <laughs> dude, that would be like Herculean <laughs> God level type things. Like, dude, you would oh, literally man. have to summon, like, you would have to summon, I don't know, something. <laughs> maybe Josh Allen. I mean, I don't know. If, if you were to summon someone to do it, maybe it would be Josh Allen. Well, he know. could do it. Yeah, I, I think he could definitely, he definitely can do it. Yeah, no doubt. Well, shout smash out those likes, guys. Smash, smash those likes for this misinformation we're we're uh, we're spreading here. No, well, oh, hey, at least we we are we are spreading it, but then we are we are then also we are then also correcting it. See, that is key. <laughs> That's a big difference. Most of the time, when misinformation is spread, it is spread with malintent. <laughs> Ours is spread because we are not very smart. There's a big difference. <laughs> oh no man! But but you know who is smart. 106 of you guys are still watching this show that right now. Is when, show. You guys are incredibly smart, man. We so we are so it. appreciative of the Buffalo Fanatics, man. Guys, like we are what an hour and 40 something minutes in, man. Wow, well, you can just see my time. brains rotting without football. When I'm when I got football, I have like like folks, I mean, what I mean, what about I, I mean, I'm so bored. I mean, it's like, yeah. you know, I'm so bored. I, I've been so football withdrawn. That I have convinced myself that Josh Allen threw seven touchdowns a game back to back without any inkling that that was inaccurate. That, that is still how seems much right. I need ball back. That, that right? still seems right to me. Even though I saw the right answer, it still seems right. I think right. it's right. It does. And I think what I'm going to do after this is I'm going to hack into all these sites, even though I have no idea how to do that. Maybe I'll hire someone and we're going to change it. Change the make myself because it did feel why did it feel so right it well i mean this is why it felt right rev it was 47 to 10 in yes. the play in the in the wild card and it was what 42 34 i mean even then you're just slinging it man like honest to god man those games 
even even though those numbers aren't true, that is just the ultimate indicator right there as to how insane those games were. Where you can oh watch gosh. those two, and you and I can, for even if it was for like a minute, you and I can think back on those games, and for at least, what was that, five minutes at the bare mm-hmm. minimum, we were convinced that Allen had 14 touchdowns yeah. in those two games. Did, that didn't just bet an eye. Didn't bet an eye. It just, right. it just like felt like right. It felt right. If yeah. the game sucked, we wouldn't have like we wouldn't. Of course, we wouldn't have thought that, right? But it made. I mean, it made sense. It still makes sense in my head. So I don't know. This is what I take away from this show. Josh Allen is so good that you could tell people like me that he had fourteen touchdowns in two games, <laughs> and I will believe you. <laughs> yes, that is. We can inflate, inflate all the. I mean, might as well. It's inflation season, right? So inflate all the Josh Allen stats, right. and we will know believe what? it a hundred percent. This is a new game I'm going to do now. I am going to say this to my friends. I'm going to be like, dude, you remember when Josh Allen had 14 touchdowns in those two games? And if anybody yeah. says, dude, no, he didn't. Are you are you freaking dumb? I'm going like, to dude, look it up. Look it up. <laughs> you do it. What? A, play, a, NFL play, AFC playoffs 2022. Oh, my God. That's, that's a, that's look at Bobby. Man. He goes, Bobby goes, this sucks. I just tuned in. Thanks, Bobby. Oh, Thanks, Bob. Appreciate you, buddy. Look at Bobby, Good man. Job, He's man. Good stud. Job. Look at Bobby, Good man. Good job. Thanks for Sorry to me, Hey, Bobby. Netflix exists. There you go, go watch something else. All right. Speaking of which, the reason it sucks is because we're coming to an end. And I, at the risk of further upsetting body, Bobby, as we roll yes. on out of here. Body Poor Bobby. Right. Oh, yeah. Bobby. Oh, this sucks. Bobby. I'm the show's so coming to a close. We're an hour 45 in. I had a blast. Sorry, Bobby didn't. Yeah. Sorry, Bob. It is what it is. You did. I'm sorry. But I had a blast tonight, Rev. Thanks so much for joining uh, us tonight on this Thursday night. We are 49 days away, seven weeks. And then next week when we join you, we'll be six weeks. And then five weeks, four weeks, three weeks. Boom, it's here. But in the meantime, the training camp is coming up. Sunday is when it kicks off. And um, let me get me before we end it. I'm gonna get, I actually want to touch on that a little bit. The more I'm thinking about it, um, I didn't talk about the training camp at all. Now I'm thinking about it. I played the music too early. I want to touch on that a little bit because the training camp does start on Sunday. And for those going, which by the way, I've been hearing that the ticket situation was just brutal. Mm-hmm. Like nobody got tickets. And that another indicator. I mean, I think I think people are coming from all over Earth and creation to come see Josh they, Allen. They have to be. Yeah, the Rochester economy is going to be booming. But here it is. So training camp kicks off Sunday. Practice is at nine forty-five a.m. and the schedule continues from there. So it's Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and then into the following week: Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday. And then two more practices the following week after that. So in total, there will be uh, 12 practices at St. John Fisher from Sunday, July 24th to August 11th. Now, I live locally here. If you're going and you've you've never been, what you got to do is you got to take a a shuttle. You got to take a shuttle over from, like, I think it's Pittsburgh High School to mm. St. John Fisher. Don't make the mistake of driving right to St. John Fisher because they will, there will be nowhere to go. 
you can't park there. Now, oh, the shuttle to me is, is the worst thing about it. Yeah, I know it sucks. But they, they, you can't fit the amount of people that are going to be there. You can't do it. So what you do is you park at St. John or you park at the Pittsburgh High School. They take a shuttle over there. It's a quick shuttle. You know, it's no biggie. It just is kind of annoying. And I feel like people might not know that all the time. Mm-hmm. Like if you're just kind of going like from out of town or whatever and you don't know, that's one thing. If you're coming from out of town for the first time to Rochester for whatever reason, um, which I feel like there's got to be people who are doing that, go get a garbage plate, do it up. Um, that is definitely something that you're going to want to knock off. At the training camp, they're going to have a massive, massive like store set up inside, which is sweet. Go check that out. Yeah, got all the cool gear in hold there. On, and hold on, hold on, but I've got, I got to interrupt you real quick, man, because uh, we got. It might as well, might as well, because this this goes on with with the theme of, of tonight's show. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna have to we're gonna have to send some 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 flowers, man. Some apologies to Bobby, man. Because so Bobby Bobby comes back and he says, uh, "My he man, says, Bobby." No. He says, "He says, yeah, yeah." He says, "He says, no, I'm going to I'm going to rewatch it." That's what he's talking about. But he said so, we so, suck. No, 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 no. He's, he's, or, well, he, well, he said he said uh, he said he just he's just getting in. He's just tuning in, and it sucks. Uh, meaning that he's. Just tuning in, and he and it sucks that he's that he came in so late that he's watching it, you know, so late, so he's gonna have to rewatch it. That's what he's saying. Wait a minute. Yeah. Hold on. So wait. <laughs> so wait a minute. <laughs> so wait, we don't suck. No, no, no. He's, he's a, this this sucks. I just tuned in, so I so you know when we reread it in in context of what he's talking about, man, man this sucks. I, I'm, I just tuned in. You know, and he's saying the reason why is See, he's I talking looked at about this it. and I looked at Bobby's profile picture and it looked like the way he's looking at me right now, based on the way I read it, I thought he wanted to kill me. And that, that's why I said nice profile picture, because based on him saying this sucked and then the way he's the way I'm looking at the profile picture, it looks like he's looking into my soul. I thought he wanted us dead. And that got that got to me. And now you're yeah. telling me that's not what it meant. <laughs> that's not what it meant. They don't know. This sucks. Boys, I just we need football back, Bobby. Yeah, if said, that's man, not I... what you meant, then I'm just a complete douche. I'm an yeah. asshole. I'm a. I'm a dick, Bobby. I'm. Po- we apologize, God Bobby. We apologize. No, no, we, no, we apologize. no, 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 no. God damn it, Bobby. I'm so sorry, man. I thought Bobby so wanted to kill me. I got very defensive. I thought Bobby wanted me dead. I clicked on that. Look at that. You can't tell me. Look at now. And imagine this. Now, Bobby's got a very nice smile, right? Yeah. But imagine he tells you you suck, yeah. and that he's looking at you with, with his eyes and the smile. <laughs> you can't tell me that you wouldn't be terrified if you take it take it into perspective, right? Imagine I'm looking at Rev right now, and I go like this. Yeah, you like I'm smiling. <laughs> I'm smiling, and I'm like, you suck, dude. I would think you would think I want you dead, right? But yeah. if I was like, yo, Rev, like this sucks, man. I just tuned in. This is great. You'd want to give me a hug. That's why. That's why. That's why text man. Text sucks, man. It, 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 a lot of trans. It just gets lost in translation, man. We just kind of miss it, you know. No, so, I feel so, so damn bad. You know what? Yeah. No, 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 Bobby. We're gonna do no, Bobby. Hit me. I'm not even joking around, Bobby. On Twitter, you're gonna hit me up at ZachB22. You're gonna send me your address. No, I'm not gonna show up, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hit you or whatever I thought you were gonna do to me. I am going to send you um, some Bills merch. I, I I feel so bad. That is just not like. That's just not good. Like that is not good of me to do that, and I, I hate that. God damn it, man! Tonight was just ridiculous. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Can we just get the hey, season man, it's start, all man. good, man? It's all, it's all, no, it's Bobby, all sincerely, good. sincerely, man. All love. I'm I'm just I'm just gonna keep on no, making I just, feel, I feel like, feel, like, feel as you can see, see I, Bobby says he's not sensitive. <laughs> I am sensitive, and I feel like the biggest freaking prick in the world right now. Yeah. So, Bobby, I'm gonna get you taken care of. Please hit me up on Twitter. I'm not kidding. If you don't hit me up on Twitter, then I'm really gonna be mad. Oh man! God damn. <laughs> what was I talking about? Like the, whatever. If you're coming to I mean, Rochester, no, get a plate. Go watch the Bills. Do it. Whatever you gotta do. I mean, I'm a fucking oh, asshole. Man, that's funny. God Almighty, man! Oh man! And Not only am I an asshole, I'm a dumbass. I'm an asshole. Again, Josh Allen threw 14 touchdowns. In two <laughs> wait, games. wait, 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 wait! What makes it bad? What makes it even worse is that here I am. Here I am. Yeah, I'm just backing you up. I know. Yeah. By the way, can somebody please get me somebody on here? Where the hell is Evan? At least maybe Evan would have stepped in and been like, "Yo, yeah, yeah I'm just, oh, he likes you guys. I'm he's your hype man. I'm your hype man." I'm your hype he's man. Not, he's uh, not insult. He's, he's not um. Oh man! Listen, but not for nothing. And this is not another. This is not another hey, indictment right, against right. Bobby. But Bobby, if there was ever an example of when you need to use a comma, that yes, was I, it. I wanted to say it, but I was like, "No, nah, I'm not going to say it." A comma, Bobby. <laughs> that way, I don't look like a douche. Oh, man. Oh man, that was hilarious, dude. Hey, hey, wife, wife, wifey comes in and she says, "It's all good, Z-Bot. You're just keeping it live and entertaining." Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Thanks, thanks. Thank you, Mrs. Oh, Rev. Uh, Mrs. Rev. Yo, damn oh, it! Man, that's funny, man. That's funny. It hey, is funny. Hey, this is this is what happens, man. This is what happens. This is what happens. I think this is a good time now to hit that hit that music, baby. <laughs> <laughs> My face, oh man, multiple times, oh, and no man. one's on Rev's ass too, about it. He's just baby. going with the flow. I'm taking the front, <laughs> with me, and that's it. I'm going with you, man. So I look bad too, man. No. So, as we end here, no, Josh Allen did not have 14 touchdowns in two games. Yes, Gabriel Davis does have more touchdowns than Justin Jefferson. And for the third error, Bobby, I'm sorry, and I am a prick. <laughs> We'll catch you next week. Enjoy training camp. Back again Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, Buffalo Fanatics YouTube channel. I am going to go see a doctor because I need my head checked. I'm going to go see my eye doctor because I need my eyes checked. And once again, this is the part of the show where I can't find the damn thumbnail. (laughs) I got you, baby. I got you. Go Bills. Sorry, Bobby. Again. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. 
Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.